That's no, the stereotype, right? No, no, no. Older, no, no, older no, black men cotton candy? No, we're just going to start dipping shit, frying shit. Licorice. Deep snicker bars. Licorice. You know what I mean? Deep fried and Oreos. My man might know what y'all know about the thrill lady. We could bring some thrills out here. They got a thrill lady? What is this? Y'all don't, do y'all know what thrills are? I feel are? like I should know this thrill lady. Thrills are vast. That, 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 <laughs> hold on, that's hold on. Hold on, hold on. What kind of thrills are y'all? We talking about Department H thrills or we talking about... Hold on. Hold on, wait, wait. Yo, greetings. Hello, beautiful people of the world. Welcome back to the Mega Late Show, the number one hip-hop and dope culture podcast in Tokyo. And every Friday, me and my man Late are bringing you new episodes featuring dope artists, art creators, influencers, goons, superhumans, and uh, all types of culture here in Tokyo. Uh, I am Mega. Oh, I don't hear Late. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, there we go. Shit. Turn that mic on. Late. Yo, and today... On the third mic, we've got friend of the show, my brother, fellow podcaster, Tokyo Cliff of the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast. Hold on, can we, get, can we get an applause for that? Do can I have an applause, applause for, for that? The... Let me see. There we go. There, there we go. There it is. Hey. What's good, y'all? What's good? I'm just, just happy to be here, and um, thanks for inviting me on. Word, and people uh, people that listen to the podcast will know that we talk about uh, the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast quite a few times. In fact, on the last episode, I was talking about... Uh, their their episode with Saki Suki Sake. So y'all be sure to check them out on everywhere that you can find podcasts, I assume. Yes, um, iTunes, uh Stitcher. Stitcher and Podbean. All right, is our, is our home. Because nobody website. gets on Spotify. It's some bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> We're Dude, all they trying got, to get they on got Spotify. podcasts? Yeah, they well, got Well, you know podcasts. they about to kick us off because of that that hate, all hate that speech. Me too-ness? Yeah, yeah, that hate <laughs> speech, man. Be talking about uh Sideways vaginas And you're gonna get Thrown off of that shit Yeah and you can also Follow us on Instagram and Twitter Just spell out Raw Urban Mobile Podcast and Shout out yeah. Shout out to your partner also Chocolate yeah, Buddha Shout out to uh, Chocolate Buddha Or Chocolate Buddha That's right That's Shocking. how you pronounce it Chocolate Buddha. And, and we're um, look, look forward to an episode Featuring them As the guest On the show uh, Sometime soon We're gonna have them On there soon You know what I mean We'll probably do Their podcast as well But you know how it Definitely. is Cats stay busy But know that these Are our folks And we rocking with them 100% And yes, now sir. This episode Episode number 37 Today Woo-hoo. we have A very special And interesting guest Who's just celebrating His Uh Anniversary of being here in Tokyo, and so they're drinking a little bit of sake today and having a good time. And no, let I think me go- it's a shochu. This shochu, is a little too strong to be. Sake. Yeah, I yeah, think it's shochu. It's yeah. a. I know the the bottle is humongous, <laughs> by the way. But um, yeah, I, w- I want to go ahead and say uh, before we get into the details of what this individual does, please mm. no kink shaming. We're not going to do any kink shaming this episode, <laughs> all right? And I hope I hope that's enough information to put it down. Late, can you? Yo, can we you? got a uh, Lexington Steel in the hey. studio with us today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, style. yeah. Shout Yo, out, no such style. thing. Yo, no shout out thing. to uh, this brother here. Um, I've known him as Ramses the Second. I've also known him as Rob. And I don't know his full government name. I don't know if he wants me to put that out do there. Do we or have not. to put that there? No, we don't if need you, to put that out. Like I mean, if you're gonna do that, just tell him your social security and your mom's <laughs> right, yeah, maiden right, name right, and right, shit. Right, for sure, for sure. Well, Lis- listeners to the show might be familiar with the party known as the Hangout. That's where I first met this guy out yes, in Koenji, yes, yes. up on the rooftop. Shout out to Mark Jackson and feel so good. Absolutely, yes, all the shout outs in the world. I used to be out there bartending 
One day I came to the hangout. There was another brother up there. I was like, yo, this nigga bartending? What's going on? My man <laughs> has a cotton candy set up. Were you selling popcorn also? Nah, homie. Just cotton candy and hooch. Cotton candy and <laughs> fucking hunch punch. Straight out of the cooler. I was like, yo, this nigga's making more sales than us. <laughs> right now, man. But yo, he was real cool. Handed us a couple glasses. We were like, yo, here's some shots. It was all gravy. Yo, this I had is my the ice man right here. Out. It worked out. Yo, hey. uh, give it up for my man's Ramsey II, a.k.a. Rob. What up, what up, what up? I got an What's applause drop for that. Yeah, let's get it going. Hey, but but uh, we didn't get into one of the finer details about this individual and why I mentioned kink shaming. Apparently, he's oh, a practitioner. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. In the art of, is it called shibari? Shibari. Shibari. I am, uh, really a which student. Is a student of it. But Absolutely. you're practicing, yeah. You're practicing this. And, and for people that don't know, That's this dope. is the art of tying up. Oh, I was Japanese gonna, yeah. bondage. Yeah. 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 It's tying up women's. In real kinky ways. <laughs> is it always women? Is it always women? So maybe uh, not. In my life, yes. However, <laughs> <laughs> no kink shaming. No kink shaming. For the culture and the art, it's yeah. just the art of Japanese uh, uh, Japanese tying and rope bondage, and uh, it, it's it's ba- we have the, there's shibari and then there's kimbaku, and then all based from the hotojutsu uh, uh, warrior of the. Oh, sorry, hello. Yeah, got you. Um, the way of the warrior, like rope tying, if you will. Um, but I first got turned on so to it because I, I, I normally when people come on here to visit, mm-hmm. they ask like, you know, what can we do? I said, listen, do you want? You can do all the touristy shit. I'm gonna take you to the underground so you yeah. get the full experience. You, you know? want to have so, an orgasm or what? Exactly. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm just gonna point you in the right direction. I'll be outside. You think so? Yeah. You know what? I'm so glad you're here today, man, because this is this is what we try to bring with the Royal Urban Mobile Podcast is the underground. We not we not talking about. Shrines and sushi and right. all that. We, mm. we we get into the underground, man. Yeah, so, uh, yeah I like this. a lot of stuff here. For yeah, sure. And I don't uh, I don't know much about it. So I'm. You've worked with our homie, I think. Uh, one of the first unofficial Prime MLS members, Asia Marie. Oh, you know Asia? So listen, yeah, I met her uh, through Eric. Oh, right? the, uh, she, shout yeah. out to Eric Guzman. Yeah, shout yeah. out to my man Richie doing this thing. So. I met her at an event, and actually, she was she got me into it. Low key, she doesn't even know it. Oh, word. I took some people <laughs> visiting from Guam to a fetish party, right? Uh-huh. Tokyo King Society was having a joint, and they do these uh, performances in between the party, and this shit was like cinematic. And I was like, "Yo, what you doing here?" And she's like, "Well, I came here to get you know blah 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 blah." I was like, "Oh, was it her first time doing it?" Because I remember she had a show earlier this day, and she was with another one of her homegirls, who I think is like uh, from the UK, brown skin lady. But um, yeah, they were like, "Yo, we going to this kink party," and old girl lifted up her skirt and showed me her little sexy <laughs> lingerie. And I was like, "Okay, well, this is interesting." <laughs> uh, maybe not, but maybe. actually, when I saw Asia, she was there by herself. Oh, okay, well, it's too late. We drop her names, but she uh, she was there. She said, "No, I'm here to you know to get." You know, tied. I said, okay. I thought she was gonna be on the stage, but a girl who was on stage tied her up right there on the floor. I was like, yo, how can I learn that? Mm. She's like, I'll teach you. I said, give me IG now. And after that, I go to Harajuku. I get my lessons in an apartment, dude. You, you, you have to pay for this service. I don't invest in myself, absolutely. <laughs> and you power, know, I, man, power. I, I, I want, I want to give a shout out to Asia. She probably don't remember me, but we crossed paths because um, we have mutual friends and all that. So, um, sh- shout out to you, um, Asia. Shout out, to, honestly, individual. shout out to Asia. She's probably the first 
official guest of the Mega Late Show after Maceo. And that's and I'm, that's funny you brought that up because I think that was the first episode I listened to that, for the, for the uh, Mega Late yeah, Show. Yeah, so. we was finding our legs, man. That's like over a year ago. That's, that's nice. Yeah, we find our legs. A- age is dope, though, man. She she, is she's just a fly individual. Good yeah, heart, good yeah. spirit, man. She's so. too damn fly, man. I be seeing her like, why are you so damn cool? Yo, one time right. I was chilling at a place and Asia was there. At, I think it was Shake Shack. And she was just like glowing. Like, not just like, you know, glow up, but she was like literally sparkling. I was like, yo. Did you put glitter on? She had that Rick James aura or whatever. Yo, like, yo, Asia's also from Atlanta. She looked at me. She was like, I put glitter in my oil and in my lotion. I was like, bro. This is the secret? That's, so that's, how, that's really that, how Goku hit that Super Saiyan God mode. I almost went home and Amazon instinct. glitter just so I could like hook my shit up. You know just what put I mean? it, Just put it in your shampoo so your, your locks is real fly. And yo, I might do that tonight. That's a good move, actually. Hey. In, the, in the shampoo? I didn't even hey. think about that. You know, yeah. I, I was telling Buddha about um, Asia, right? Because, you know, we, we, we always trying to look for interesting people to bring on a podcast. And, I, and he was like, well, what is she like? And I was just like, yo, she's just dope, man. Like, she's a mm. fully formed human <laughs> being, man. She's at that She's at that next level. Yeah, she knows yeah. exactly who she is and what she wants. And, and she does it, man. So shout out to uh, shout out to Asia Marie. And we're going to talk we're going to talk to Ramsey's more about um, his inter his interactions with yeah. tying shit up. You know what I mean? I got cotton candy, too. Got, oh, yeah. Know, we'll talk about this. We'll talk about the cotton candy as well. Um, let's let's get into the news. You want to hit that new? Oh, wait, first, shout out to our sponsor, calcombs.com. Calcombs.com, uh, where you can find yourself some really dope music by our MC, Calcombs, and as well as things such as grip tape and other suchness. So go to calcombs.com and enter in the Mega Late Show promo code on any order over $30 or 3,000 yen, and you can get yourself 25% off. Also, check out our guy. What's up? KeenWaKeen.com. That's right. He is the guy who's responsible for our redesign, our new logo, any of the new shit that says Mega Late Show that you see out there, MLS. That's all props given to the high and mighty Keen. That's K E E N. Joaquin. W A K E E N.com. You can find him at the website and also on Instagram. Phenomenal, phenomenal artist, man. Uh, I was going to say, yo, is our, like this. is our contract up with Cal? No, it's up in October. October. Yeah. Cal, we're keeping tabs on that, by the way. Hey. But shout out, shout out to, shout out to calcombs.com. And now let's get into the news, man. I mean, there's been a lot yo, of things thought, bubbling. Let's not do that. No news? Let's not. Let's do the temperature check. Temperature check first? Yeah. All right, shit. Let's do that. Temperature check. All right, Ramsey's. And we're going to hold off on getting Tokyo Cliff's opinions on these things because we're going to have him on the wait, show wait, 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 later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But exactly. let's start it off with Ramsey's, man. What's your favorite music genre? I know earlier you was talking about Royce oh, this the is, Five this has Nine. on it. My bad, my nigga. My bad, yeah. my nigga. Instrumental. It all depends on my mood. I dig all. However, okay, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm a hip-hop head. You're a hip-hop born head. Born and raised, of course. But depending on my mood, I might... Like, I grew up playing... Music, piano, cello, vocals, percussion. Okay, it all depends on the move for the day. But hey. hip hop, I'm gonna go with. Okay, so you, okay, that, the reason I asked is because I didn't know who you were when I was putting together my little temperature check, for sure. and so I was like, this seems like a reasonable question to ask a motherfucker that just knows, you know what I mean? Yeah. To find out. All right, favorite three favorite MCs, go. MCs, uh, Fonte. What's that? Fonte. Um, Redman, the brother behind you. Ooh. Yeah, that's a good choice. Um, I will go. Oh, yes. 
<laughs> Royce. Royce? Just hey. Yeah. That's a Good strong choice. list. Good yeah. choice. That's a strong list. That it'd is, be difficult that's actually to a pretty strong list. Yeah. It'd be Fonte difficult Red to put Man together. And uh, Royce. Royce the 5'9". Yeah. That's a pretty good list. It'd be hard to put together uh, three other artists that could really take those guys out the game. I think I could oh, take them out the game? Well, I just mean, you, you know what I mean? Like, where somebody be like, yeah, your list is trash compared yeah, to my I think list. my list is stronger. No, yeah? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. yeah. I, was, I was about to get into it, too. Like, I think I could do it, too, late. Actually, let's do it. <laughs> Yo, now, can I guess your man. list? Uh, sure. Yeah. I thought I've already told you my list. Like, my personal top five favorite all time. I'm I mean, you sure have, I you. but I don't, like, top three might be interesting. Ooh, see, I, I don't. It's a it was a revolving. Aesop. Uh, Aesop Rock is definitely my favorite MC. Easy, easy. Micah. No, not top five. Ooh, see, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. After I got Aesop. it. Here we go. Uh, Aesop Rock, Shit. Bus Driver, MF Doom, Red Man, Black Thought. Wow. Yeah, that's it. Yo, that's a strong list. Yeah. Now you said Aesop Rock. Yeah, Aesop Rock. No, ASAP Rocky. Not ASAP Rocky. Uh, okay, ASAP yeah. Ferg. ASAP. Oh, ASAP Triplet. What's the other okay. one's name? ASAP Nas. ASAP Wu Tang. Oh, right. ASAP Doom. ASAP Table Chair. Right. <laughs> All of them. Yeah. They're dope. Yeah, there, there's a phenomenal list of artists. ASAPs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and you know, you know, I think I think it was highly innovative move to replace the S with a dollar symbol. I'm about to change my name to something with a Y and use the yen symbol. Get it. Straight up and down. Yo, uh, I know you grew up in a religious background. So when I ask this question, don't think too deep about it. But out of all the characters and personalities within hip hop, who's going to hell? Oh, oh shit. <laughs> I'm just kidding. The classic, there's an angel on your shoulder and there's a devil on your shoulder scenario. Who's the angel and who's the devil? Let, let me let me frame it. Oh, did you want to frame it? Ah, uh, please. All right. Let me frame it for you. When we say devil, we don't mean an embodiment of evil. We mean the side of you that is likely to like punch somebody in the face if they tripping, or you Hit know what I mean, or like, arm too many or times. Keep, keep that five dollars that you find on the ground instead of turning it into the Koban. That that side. Uh, got you. If I have to go, I guess with the. The angel, the devil, the evil on my the balance. Yeah. Right now, Casanova. Woo! Is, is the devil? That set trip. All right, all right. Brooklyn. What? That's, yeah, yeah. I just want to turn shit over. <laughs> Casanova does get it, man. Dude, He's hard as hell. Dude, you know, Casanova. Yo, I don't know this song. Yeah, you don't know him? Nah. He, he just got out of jail and started rocking, really, right? Yeah. He was in jail yeah, for a whole minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. I seen him on uh, Joe Budden's uh, The Pull Up, his little program where he just got people yeah, on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know, he's yeah. like, a, uh, to me, you know, because I'm from Brooklyn, so. Yeah. But uh, Cass is like, he, he's energy. He's like that raw energy. He's like a MOP, yeah, Onyx yeah, type feel, you know generation. what I'm saying? Absolutely. So he yeah. would yeah. be that. Uh, as far as, like, I guess who's new out as of right now, yeah. Casanova, I go if I need some energy, I turn that on, mm. and I'm ready. You know what I mean. So to balance that out would be um, Tigolo. Tigolo, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh, I was right, dude. Hey. From that, I, I, uh, uh, Mega asked me earlier. He's like, "Dude, you something you want to talk about?" I, like, I don't really don't. I, I can tell you what I like, yeah. but like from him, like that dance in the rain track yeah. from uh, uh, Charity Starts a Home album. Yeah. What, who's that again? Fonte uh, from a group, Little Brother. You got Fonte, Foreign Exchange, yeah. Little Brother, uh, rapper Big, Big Poo, Ninth yeah. Wonder. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah um, I actually I need to hip you to that new album because his new album, um, what is it? What no is it bills, called? no news is good news. No, yeah. no news, good news. Yeah, Yo, um, oh, Dancing Chain is off the other album. Charity yeah. starts Dancing at home. Dancing in the rain yeah. is some Charity starts oh, at home. This new that. one is uh, no, no news yeah. is where, good where, news. Where? Yo, Yo, I, I I'm fucking happy I, I love got that. that album. Charity yeah. starts at home. I yeah. love that shit. Well, Fonte, Fonte is um. He's a phenomenal artist who never blew up in the mainstream. That's why a lot of people don't know him. But he's influenced Kanye. He's influenced Drake, Drake. heavily. And yep. actually, you know, like a lot of their steez comes directly from Fonte. The bass guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Lil B. Lil B. Yeah. Yeah. Because Fonte had a podcast in 09 called Gordon Gartrell Radio. And I'm on some Not aware fly of this. shit. Yeah. I mean, the music... Flash it. It ranged from rock to eighties to everything else this is here. And they just talk about current events and everything. Man. Yeah. Dope shit. Out, man. Good good uh good question, Late. Favorite member of the Wu Tang clan? <laughs> Dacia. <laughs> yeah. Straight yo, up. Yo. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. Uh, Word. <sighs> yo, what was Dacia's Raekwon, answer? Dude. She said she wouldn't answer. She would not she would not undignify uh, herself. With Word. making such divisions that when it came like to Daisha. the Wu family. Like um, to, to answer the question, like, to choose between ODB, Ghost, and Raekwon, out of those three, I have to choose Raekwon. Can you tell me your favorite Wu project? Solo albums included. All the Raekwon's joints. Yeah. <laughs> Even in mobility? <laughs> I fool with you, it. it you it's like just that? it's just his flow and his cadence, nah, his delivery. I, I fool with it. His his album last year was dope even as his fuck too. even his New Balance shoes, like <laughs> all them shit. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. dope. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on the uh, the green Eminem character? Do you think she's too sexy and confusing for people? She got a nice mouth. She got pretty <laughs> lips, be like it. it I goes just made the Nick Young face. <laughs> uh, but uh, can we the green Eminem? Can we I ask would clap her a question that? Because yeah. sometimes we don't ask everybody all the questions. All right. Uh, what's one we may not get to with Robert? I'm not sure. Podcast. I'm not sure. And I'm sober right now, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's a little concerning. That's yeah, a good yeah. thing. I'm Maybe that's wondering. why. <laughs> this is why I'm falling off. Maybe sobriety's just not for me, guys. <laughs> you just got to find another channel. Yeah. Yo, uh, Cliff, mm. what's your favorite element of hip hop? Wow. Um, if you asked me that 20 years ago, I, I would just say like lyrics, just spitting, right? Rapping, rapping. But um, actually, now I'm into the dance part of it, man. I'm, I'm, you know. Shout out to Brooklyn Terry. Where? Um, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm, I'm a big house fan, so, sure. you know, dance, dance would probably be my, my favorite part of hip hop right. right now. You know? Also, uh, shout out to the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast for getting our guy Prince, uh, Prince Vibes Rowan on there uh, of uh, <laughs> LO3. He's, a, he's a, a dancer out in Okinawa. Really dope cat. I know that guy. Yeah, Check out their episode with him. Yep. Um, Lawson's Family Mart. Or 7-Eleven, mm. Mary Fuck Kill. Here we go. Be honest. Here we go. I know I know. Late tried to sway you earlier with the rankings, <laughs> but I just want you to forget about forget about all that. We have the uh, the jury. Please disregard those statements. I, it's okay. You said Mary Fuck Kill. I married 7-Eleven because that's when I knew I could get my I could use my debit card there. Mm. Fine point. Right. Yeah, I'd fuck point. Family Mart because they just added debit cards there and they got the good chicken. Mm. And that's some real uh mm. 
Hey, everybody here like, yeah, we love chicken. That's right. Like, we ain't all... I remember you said Family Mall was your favorite, right? Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. And you're actually one of my students here. Family Mall has the best chicken, so I don't feel so bad. Kill? It's got to be Lawson's in. Oh, I have to choose. Oh, Mary, I, I like Family Mart. Awesome, this like, is, this is the, what's the other joint called? Mini, the blue one. Mini stop. Yellow? What? Just, just say daily Amazaki. Yeah, just say Yamazaki. they're trash. I trash. No, 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 I want a T-shirt like your man said. I want a, I want a daily. What's it called? Yamazaki. Yamazaki. T-shirt like I want a Piggly Wiggly T-shirt. Like uh, I, that, that, that that's the culture sense. that I want. That it makes sense though. You get it. That's that's some uh, that's some like hipster stuff. You know, like wearing like you know like an old school huffing. Huffins Puff. What's the name of that show? You know what I mean? I don't know, Huffin but I feel I, Puff. I, I know. I know where you're getting. I know what you're getting at and shit. I know what you're getting. It's at. Like we're wearing some really low key, like niche T-shirt. That's that's what a daily right. Yamazaki T-shirt is. Yeah, I, I try to ask the people at, at uh at Mr. Donut if I could buy a hat because I like their little short bill hats that they yeah, got yeah. and it's brownishes. But they was like, Nah, B. <laughs> you want a fucking donut or get out? Wow. Yeah. Now, nah, but to keep it 100, though, yeah. Mini Stop got some good chicken, too, though. Yeah. See, they're, not a, not a, they're not a lot of yeah. my area, so. Now, they yeah. got the best soft serve. Mega and I just look very skeptically at Cliff. Yeah. You, said that. Like, you know what I mean? Well, we, maybe, like, maybe I take this me. shit seriously. Maybe I think just, I've been at Mini Stop maybe five times my whole life. Yeah. Maybe it's Never just me, chicken. but there's a spot uh, near my job, and sometimes I stop by there and there's a particular chicken I get, fried chicken. I Yo, guess. somebody has the Yamichan. Chicken nuggets in there. Who who, who has that? Yami Chan. Yeah. You know my Family Mart probably got that. They got everything. It's nah, they don't have place. Chan. Lawson. I know Lawson has Karage Kun. Yeah, Karage Kun. We were talking about that last episode. For for our listeners who are not in Japan, this is a very serious subject for us. Yeah, <laughs> we'll t- we talk <laughs> only about chicken for the rest of the whole damn podcast. <laughs> Uh, Welcome to hilarious. Black People Eat Fried Chicken Everywhere podcast. Yo, we should start. We should all start a podcast of us just eating chicken and shit. The yo, raw but, urban yo, <laughs> chicken it, podcast. Yo, to keep it one hundred though, if you ask me, I think Japanese love chicken just as much as we do. Dude, yo, yo, you know what's not in America? Yakitori. Exactly. Right. We ain't up on that. Japanese. You know what they do for chicken. Christmas? They KFC, buy all KFC. the chicken at KFC, man. KFC. Yo, exactly. you can't go to KFC on Christmas and just get chicken. You got to pre-order go before. Yeah. Pre-order, yeah. and the lines be dumb. And and KFC does no special marketing no. commercials. It's no. everybody go there. The most they do is that they put a little Santa suit on uh, uh, on Japanese Colonel Sanders and shit. That's and they it. pay like thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, hell minimum. Yeah. <laughs> but yo, that's just good. And you get a plate, a commemorative plate. Yo, shout out to Chicken. Yo, we love you, Chicken fam. Like we hit with you one hundred percent. Yo, shout out to our sponsors for Chicken. We did it for free. Yo, we'll do it for <laughs> we free. It for chicken, free, chicken. Really. you got it for free. Have your people contact our people. <laughs> we'll even change the name of the podcast, <laughs> like the Mega Lake Chicken. <laughs> hey, yo, you said kar- Karage what? Coon. Karage Coon. Boom. Yeah. That's it. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I kind of don't like the way That's the coons so sound after that. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, <laughs> stop it. Yo, oh man. Yo, is this is a conspiracy episode again. <laughs> turn it. Turn right, it. Shout out right. to Shalice. Any more uh any more temperature check questions? Like uh did we do the favorite MC at 16? No, we didn't. Favorite MC 16 years old. When I was when I was 16? Yeah. Um was I 16? 16 it was I have two. Okay. It was a uh, pasta noose. Mm. 
Shout out to Sop Sound. And it was um. I'm looking at him. He's a local rapper from Greensboro. I know Dana D was the DJ. That's all I remember. But I I know these people. Nah, no, all this is like North Carolina rap. Like, oh shit, that's all right there. But pass it to my man. I come back. Sixteen years old. Favorite MC? Tokyo Cliff. Oh man, sixteen. Um, it kind of ages you as well when you yeah. when you mention when you mention it. It's that like people know how old ago, you are. Man. When I'm not gonna tell anybody. I mean, old I am, I'm guessing you're a little older than me by saying pasta news. You know what well, I mean? Fuck so. it. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm about to be 37, but yeah, we, 16. We was all in the high school hallways together, homie. So yeah. we were changing but, lockers. You know, yeah. to go back to to one of the names you mentioned, I would say Redman was definitely one of them. Redman was bubbling then. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Ice Cube. Ah, uh, okay. Good Ice word. Cube, good yes. Ice Cube and Pasta News, absolutely. Bet, bet. Two very good, stylistically different choices, but still connected in the same kind of like approach that they did their rhymes. Very aware and very hard. Man, like De La Soul doesn't get a lot of credit for how. Um, not like they were gangster. But yeah, like, like their rhymes after uh, Three Feet High and Rising came out, where they were like, "Yo, we'll beat you the fuck up, man. We're from Long Island. We will fuck you up." Maceo has like, hands, man. He's a box. Shit, he's a, he used to hurt people. Yeah, man. Shout I, out to Maceo. I, I met him Episode in the airport. Number three, nigga. Yeah, nicest guy, man. He's super nice, but you don't want to get punched in the face by that man. Like, do you want to go into a combo? Is that what we're going into? Or we take a commercial break. Uh. Let's go into it. Convo. All right, let's start it off, man. So, Yo, um, Ramses. I met you last year, maybe? Yep, at a hangout party. Yeah. Uh, well, let's start with this. Uh, shout out to my guy, Phil So Good, a.k.a. Phil Government Name. How did you link up with Phil and Mark? I linked up with Phil through DJ AJ. Okay. Uh, also, previous guest on the show. Yeah, matter of fact, I was hanging out with AJ last night. He was in, he was in my area. DJing. I was talking to him just right. yesterday too. Okay, that's what's up. So I linked up with him. He said, "Yo, Rob, for what you do, you should do it at this club. It'll be off, it, but it'll match the vibe of the party. So, cause like when I do like cotton candy, I'll do like it's complimentary shots. So like if you do uh, so like when I, I'll buy like alcohol from the base that people can't get out here. So it'll be like your tequilas or whatever, but it'll all be like black on. I'll be like you know, De Leon from Puff Puff's joint. Like uh, anyway, I get all the different alcohol. Rose so, like, and shit like that. All that. So if you do like tequila and lime, tequila and lemon, I do a tequila shot with like the lemon, like a lime complement cotton candy flavor. Whiskey will be with like maple bacon cotton candy or something off. Rum will be with pina colada. And I'll do like alcohol infused cotton candy. And I have like these rave sticks. He's like, dude, bring it to the party. So that's how it happened. How did you get into making cotton candy? I mean, this can't be like a childhood dream. I mean, like I'm about to read a cotton candy man and get this cotton candy money. Nah, just just real quick. I knew being here in Tokyo, I wanted to do. I wanted to work the festivals because they was like, yo, anything American, whatever, different, they gonna run to. So me and my homeboy decided to do a festival. I like this joint. Okay, so after that, we just trying different things and cotton candy work, 
and we noticed the only thing in uh, cotton candy was like what Harajuku, the four the four colors. Japan does colors, we do flavors. So Word. they got four. Yo, we banged out with fifteen that went to thirty flavors of cotton candy. So I don't mean to interrupt. No, they had that many. What the fuck does possible. blue Hawaii mean? Like, what does that taste like? Blue Hawaii. I see that shit Salt, all the time out here. Water and blue Hawaii. What is that? Blue Hawaii. I have no clue. No man. I see that shit. <laughs> I don't like that. all the time. It, that's a, that, like it's like men's deodorant, right? Why can't we just get like a natural scent? Cool it's like this, you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? This is this is a uh, spring you know, linen, like, Phoenix, thirty-five year old nigga Phoenix. popping his titties. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 like, like I got the joint here. It's like pure sport. Like, why do we, what sport am I going to smell it? What, what is the difference between a pure sport and one that is impure? But you can't fake pure sport. Danti, uh, perspirant, the white one. Yeah, it lasts twenty four oh, yeah. hours for real. Yeah, this shit man. is nice. Don't lie. See, I don't wear antiperspirant, but I don't want to deter, especially <laughs> thinking about armpits when we're thinking about cotton candy and shit. Thirty. You said you got thirty five flavors of cotton you got, candy. No, no, thirty. We went, from, we went from 15 to 30. Tell me tell me some of the more interesting flavors that you got. You said you got a, a bacon? Yeah, uh, we do. When we sell cotton candy, you can get any two flavors you want. So, like the maple oh. bacon, you can be you can have fun with your palate. Sure. The company name is Sugar Shack, Sugar Shack Cotton Candy. So, you can uh, maple bacon, bacon bubble gum. You can do whatever you want. Strawberry pina colada. So right now, maple bacon is always the fish hook to draw people in. Sounds as, crazy. As bacon would. Anything with yeah, bacon. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. But here's what's crazy. We mixed, uh, we had a customer come in. We had, she put bacon with chocolate strawberry just to joke around. <laughs> and that, sh- that shit yeah, tastes that shit like a real, fire, rich, a real rich Godiva chocolate. What? You know what I mean? But it's just the fun you can have with the flavors. That's, that, that's the push. Okay. So we just found shit and just decided to do it because Japan likes cotton candy. They got four flavors. You don't know you want or you need me yet or you yeah. like me yet. Yeah. So that's the thing. So like we just that. go to festivals like and we just go out there. Yeah, we, the had most- a, we had a theory that uh, as like the older a black man gets, the more he wants to sell cotton candy. <laughs> Cause, cause we met another. That sounds real <laughs> creepy, my G. Real we, creepy. we met another guy who was this selling like cotton candy. This is what like Morgan Freeman candy. is saying and shit. Yeah, he's like, yo, he my granddaughter's like, hey, gonna want uh, some cotton candy. You look pretty good, young lady. Would you like some of this cotton candy? That's some I think real that's, creepy shit. Man. It is, man. <laughs> That'll get you me tooed immediately. Hey. Yeah. Actually, no. Here's what's the thing. It's the nostalgia for the adults because think about it. I work. I work in America, quote unquote, right? So if I'm going around to these different bases doing stuff. When's the last time you had some cotton candy? Now you got kids. Oh, last time they had it, it was pink and blue. Bitch, I got flavors. <laughs> bitch, <laughs> bitch, I got flavors. On top. And like, your kids ain't had cotton candy. Name of the podcast. Bitch, I got flavors. Bitch. Don't kick shame. I got flavors. Tag that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But other than that, like, it's the nostalgia. Like, oh, man, that good time. You know what I mean? So that and the kids get to have it for the first time. And really... We have so much fun with the folks out there. We talk shit all day. They just have fun coming to fool with us. On top of the accessory of. So now like it's that, just man. branching and branding out. By accident, how it happened. And I like it. Yo, let me ask you this. What is the most disgusting flavor concoction that you've personally created or eaten? Of of these cotton candy amalgams. Yeah, man. So, um, cinnamon. Actually, I can't say None of them, but if I have to answer your question, cinnamon and bacon probably yeah. is the <laughs> greatest like combo. Not... But I've had, chocolate I've had that cheesecake, before. It's all right. yeah? 
chocolate cheesecake and blue raspberry is a beast. Exactly. Really? The face. Really? Now, now you got to try it out. Yeah. Chocolate chip and blue. Chocolate cheese cheesecake. Chocolate, chocolate cheesecake and blue raspberry. Because here's the thing: it's the color combination, the odd of it. You have to try it, mm-hmm. and then you're gonna buy what you originally came to get. Mm-hmm. Do the math. Right. You know what I mean? So. You should come up with a special name for that. Yeah, where, blue, where blue you... raspberry and chocolate. You should call that like the Snoop Dogg or the Crip, <laughs> the Crip Walk. I think it's called Blue Raspberry. You can find her on uh, Only Built for Cuban Links and also <laughs> hey, on Iron to... Man. Yeah, yeah. Her, uh, <laughs> yo, her on oh, Vice's Vice. Wait, is wait. Can, can I say this? Rainy My days. favorite group at sixteen, EPMD. Ooh. Yo, shout out to EPMD. Shout out to EPMD. PMD does not get enough props. They should though. At they absolutely all. should. No, I, I, PMD specifically oh, does not oh, get enough P- props. Okay, yeah. Well, that's because uh, yeah. You're yo, right. uh, where where do you slang this cotton candy at? Because I've only seen you at the hangout. Nah, wherever, man. Um, festivals. We go to military bases. Uh, we Wait, let me around. stop you. Let me sure. stop you though. Let me stop you. <laughs> right. Speaking of EPMD, June seventh. It's going to be the 30-year anniversary of Strictly Business. Word. That's why I had to stop you, because I remembered this, and I just had to Google it to make sure. But yes. Right. 88. That's right. 88, widely seen as one of the greatest years in hip-hop history. So, yeah. Uh, Straight up. Shout out to uh, Strictly Business. That is an incredibly phenomenal album. I'm housing. Yeah, that's a I'm housing. <laughs> True. But uh, I didn't mean to to, to no, no, fuck you up, your, you fuck you up your train of thought because because I don't even remember what you were saying. Now <laughs> I fucked up my own train of thought. But nah, shout out to EPMD. Absolutely, that and just cotton candy. How I came up with it. We've been doing it for three years now. Um, the first weekend we did it, we saw the prophet Elijah Muhammad. Hey, <laughs> indeed. So we saw we had a thing, so we just kept on. We 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 kept with that. We were doing like hot food, all the other kind of stuff. Nah, man, I got this. You do that, we got this. I like and we this. Moved, we got a logo and everything, and people dig it. So now they starting recognizing. Uh, it's called Sugar Shack. Sugar Shack Cotton Candy, absolutely. Hey, I like that. So now people look for us. We even made Japanese news one time. So oh, dope. Yeah, oh, word. Yeah, hey, I like that. It was all. Well, love. now you on a Mega Late Show, the number one hip hop podcast. Hey, listen. Shout out to us. <laughs> I, I'm so honored to be here. You don't even understand. Uh, we happy to have you, fam. Thank you so yeah. much. So um. Going back to uh, this whole uh, Shibari practice that you're doing, how long have you been working on this? Um, really, eight months. But even out of that eight months, I've only been able to give three months to it because you know it's it's Matsuri's year festival season, and Cotton Candy's been taking it, so mm. I could do that. You know what mm. I mean? I just had I just got off like an eight week run. Okay. You know what I mean? So after that, now I next week I'm going back to get some more lessons in because this that's a lane on a far grand scheming. It's a lane on some therapeutic shit. It's a lane. And you know what? Pardon me. I didn't want to interject, but actually, um, it's funny that you're here today because the last event they had with the, the Kinky Society. Tokyo Kink, yeah. Yeah, Tokyo Kink, pardon me. I wanted to go, but I just didn't make it. Yo, you know what I mean? I'm feeling a little bit some kind of way because I'm not getting invited <laughs> to these events, fam. You know what I mean? Well, I'm not I, even I, hearing I, about well, it. I wasn't invited. Kind of way. It was just a Facebook thing that I oh, saw. Okay. You know yeah, Facebook. He's going to barge up in I, there. Yeah. Actually, I got into it doing the quote-unquote wrong thing, how I got invited. I was in these streets, new to the area, whatever, mm-hmm. just meeting people, but... 
yeah, Facebook is Tokyo Kink Society, and actually, there's like a there's a progression to it. Department H is the first thing I imagine you should go to. Look, 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 look. see, see. Oh, see, Tokyo see, Cliffs wilding out over here, see, everybody. See, calm you down, know, calm you down. Know. What's going on? What is this? Oh, oh, all, awesome. I can this? Say, oh, all I can say is a small world, man. Because mm. actually, I was at an event like, um, what was this? Like maybe two, three weeks ago. It's a new event um, that I'm actually going to talk about on, on the Raw Urban Moon podcast. But um, basically, I met somebody and he mentioned Department H. Late, do you know like, about this shit? I don't know. Department no, H. but Department Etchy sounds like some bad. <laughs> yeah. But how are you? But that's my thing. Like, how are y'all here this long? And I don't, don't know. know. I mean, that's basically you know what, I mean? what like, the how? podcast is for. Like, yeah. the whole podcast spurred out of like me talking to everybody and be like, "Yo, did you know Premiere was here last night?" And they're like, "Oh no, but you know, Brand Nubian was here last week. Like, why don't we know?" <laughs> yeah. People sneak in town for real. Are. Yeah, that's, that's you, for you real. don't know no what bull. you don't know, and I definitely didn't know that motherfuckers is getting tied up in Department H. <laughs> <laughs> I had no, no idea. Department H is a free for all minus sexual activity, right? Oh, so it's just like a lot of nudity no, and not, not not even. <sighs> so tell so, us, no. did you tell us, my brother? So, so, did you so hear that been, gas? Been, yeah. that. <laughs> I've been multiple times. That's I, t- I take people. I'm going with you next time. I got bro. something right here Hit I can show up. you. You know what I mean? Like it's, I I I bought my accessories there. Ah, you know what I mean? So like you got they okay they have like you know like the the, the show Cheers. You got like Norm like those notables. It's just it's it's two cats I always recognize. This is one dude Japanese cat. He's like five foot two, but he wears these four foot stilts boots. And leather and a bob wig, mm. like a regular Japanese salary man, but he's dressed up. He hits the elevator button for you when you go upstairs. Then you go upstairs, you pay your money, but it's this other older cat that's sitting there. All, he's butt naked with like a publication over his member, and he's just doing his thing, watching everybody come through. Yo, is this like Shibuya, Rapungi? No, homie, it's like it's a Inza? Nah, it's, it's under the Gundam. Exactly. And Odaiba. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like the underground of underground. Right? It's, that's, that's, it's, that's it's, it's in a neighboring city to Ueno. Uh, right okay. over there. And the party's from 12 midnight to 6 a.m. And like, if you know, you know. But it's a yeah. gang of people out there. Exactly. And it's a huge facility. It's, 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 it's I, I, I tried I tried to Facebook it and they didn't come up. No, hey, yo, y'all, y'all be on the lookout for the next MLSH party. Right. You know We're gonna be live streaming <laughs> from yeah. the naked guy with the magazine on. Really? Do yeah. that. You should. That's interesting, man. Like I mean It's uh, every it's, first it's not, Saturday. It's not necessarily something that I'm particularly interested in, but I mean I like to see Oh, I'm I'm very interested. Beautiful naked women. <laughs> I'm very said I'm very no, and that's the thing, yeah. like it's not that I'm into it, I'm just I'm curious. I just want to see some shit. Same with me. me. So when I went, whenever people started coming to visit and people who about to leave Japan, you know about this? Not you, bro. You gotta go. So I take folks. So now it's at the point where, hey, Rob, I'm about to leave. I'm trying to, and I've been doing that for the past two years. People hit me. I'm trying to go. Let's go. And you know that's a good point because, like, you know, I I got I got homies that want to come here and they be like, yo, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm gonna try my best to get out there. And when they come out here, I want to take it to. To experience something different than what they yes. see on a damn commercial. Indeed, or, you know what I mean. It's yeah. here. Don't don't see the sky tree. Exactly. Go see the guy in stilts. Exactly. At the elevator. Uh, I yeah. tell everybody, get you a, get you an international driver's license so you can do Mario Kart. We can go to the underground. 
Man, Yo, you I me. hate those guys in the Mario Kart. The Mario Kart, Kart folks, man. I do love Because I'd be on my I bike. I'd be like, yo, these niggas hit me on my bike. I know they don't got insurance. Oh, uh, you. I'm finna nope. fuck and these I'm niggas covered. up. No, you gotta, you gotta sue the company. You know, my back, my neck, and my back. I'll never be the same again. I'm sure they got them like, oh, he's an independent contractor. You're gonna have to sue him directly. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, my yeah, bad yeah, if I'm yeah. like bigging up all these other companies on your show. My, no, no, this is, this is, I mean, no, this is a Tokyo yeah. podcast. As long as you don't talk about Ira Glass or like, uh, uh, who else has a podcast? We just don't fuck with any other hip hop podcast. Shout out to Jesus and Mero. Sure. Yeah, Jesus and is cool. They're cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Is that off of Friday Night Lights? This is this probably off of the no, Friday, Friday Night Lights, Lights. Yeah, or yeah. the uh, yeah. What's the other product? What's the other mixtape he had? Like Draft Night or some shit? Whatever. Yeah, but yeah I don't know. Grown yeah. Simba, J Cole. Hey, Fed now. Hey, listen, North Carolina got him. Yo, does uh-huh. does North Carolina claim J Cole like that? A- absolutely, right? Why, why, why wouldn't we? We. He doesn't really <laughs> rep it as much as you know. What does that mean? What do you mean he doesn't rep it? What does that mean? Like at least little brother has said Carolina a few times. I feel like J Cole hasn't said Carolina. He needs to like, Petey Pablo it a little bit more. <laughs> he said he needs to Petey you know? Pablo. <laughs> so no, he he does. What's up? You from Raleigh? No, I, I, from, I, I, you from Greensboro? No, I, I'm, I'm from Greensboro. I was okay. born in Camp Lejeune. Okay, grew up in Greensboro. Your father was Marine Corps or yeah, Navy? Marine, Marine Corps. Corps. But um. Retired as a lieutenant colonel. I just want to shout that out. But he does rep North Carolina. He says Fayetteville and Fayetteville all day. If you know about Fayetteville and Fayetteville, North Carolina folk know. If anything, I would imagine Fayetteville and Fayetteville is going to make you do research. Because like, if you're a Cole fan, okay, you're going to Google what is what is Fayetteville, what is Fayetteville. You know what? Fair enough. Because as you were saying that, I I realized, oh, yeah, I don't even listen to J. Cole. So, you know what? You may be right. <laughs> you may yeah. be right. Boom. You may but, be right. I, I just wanted to throw out a name out there. Probably, maybe you guys know him. Um, my homie, B Streets Riley. In Tokyo? Riley. He rap Raleigh hard, so shout out okay. to B Street Raleigh. He, he used to live out here, but um, he moved Bet. on. I got a research then, yeah, Bet, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Who, uh, rapper, promoter, rapper, producer, DJ. the brother is talented, cinematographer. Shout out to B Streets, man. Yeah, shout word, out to B Streets. Word. word. One of my favorite MCs is not close enough. Uh, he's from the Richmond area, like a little bit more north, like that, DC and Maryland. But yo, man, the South. South got something to say, man. Yeah. Who's your, who, right? <laughs> who's your, uh, that, I heard, that was the Andre joint. Yeah. What, uh, yeah, who, yeah. Who's your favorite one? Who, who from Richmond? Uh, my guy, Nicholas F. Nicholas F out of Richmond. He's dope, man. He just came out with a new album. It's called Stuck. Late is actually the person to put me on to him. I had never heard of him. I've never seen him written about in any publications, reviewed online. And I'll be paying attention, but this cat is really talented, man. Really talented cat. Nicholas F. Uh, stuck is his new newest joint. That's why I fooled y'all because y'all, y'all's music game is dumb. Y'all had some caught some cats that were had a song. They were either from Korea or oh, the song part time cooks. cooks. Cooks, yeah, Whew. yeah, they hot man. Yo, I I've recently stopped dropping that track as much as I was, but I was definitely dropping that trap track every time. Why you I stop, was man? It's a total summer joint. You should be playing that a lot. Right I was now. mixing it with another track and like it's very staccato. Mm. So unless you know the two tracks, it's the crowd wasn't as into it as I was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Gotta play for the crowd sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Speaking of which, there'll be a uh, a mega church mix on our mix cloud probably next week uh, of just tracks all from 2018. Mostly uh, 
hip-hop shit, weird shit, not so much. I don't think I got much trap on there or anything like that from cats I've been listening to, but, but yo, maybe uh, you want to do that late. Ramsey's coming up in the church, as I guess you did. How did you find yourself getting involved um, with hip-hop music or black culture outside of religion? Well, I was raised by uh, my grandparents. So, like I said before, my great-grandfather was an Episcopalian minister. So I grew up in the Episcopalian church. Um, after that, I moved... Hold on, can we clarify a little bit? Because I don't even know. Like, I grew up Southern Baptist. What gotcha. What's the differentiation between Episcopalian and That's a- more so... Uh, Do y'all have female preachers? We just... They just allowed one some years ago. I forget her name. Mm-hmm. But um, that that's more as far as like the apostolic and the Catholic church. It's all under that genre of... Or that umbrella of Catholicism. Y'all like candles, is what you're saying. Candles, incense. We say the Nicene Creed. Okay. All that stuff in the Nineteen okay. Council are those who pick. Y'all the were worshiping the caves. I'm familiar. <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. familiar. Um. So, but answer, but again, again, just hip hop. Like growing up in the '80s and '90s, man, that was the music of the youth. Right. That's what we're into. You know what I mean? Plus, like A and T was the university that was right there in our town, so we listened to like hip hop radio at night going back and forth from there to dc just and growing up in music that was my that was my plug into it and i didn't and i always and i was jealous of my friends because you know their parents had like the old school music i.e like isaac hayes earth from the fire you know again Mm -hmm. i grew up my grandparents like vietnam music you know all like that so when i got to college i had to go find all that music that your parents were playing Word. You know, and even when I got out here, I got like Johnny Wait, what, Taylor and the. Uh, what do you mean when you say that? That our parents were playing. Well, okay, again. What do you mean when they were playing Vietnam music? What do you Well, mean? what like, I mean is like. Jefferson again, Airplane and shit? Yeah. Okay. The Carpenters. <laughs> okay. Okay, okay. All of that. Again, I was raised by my grandparents. My granddaddy uh, was in World War II. Uh, all like that. So my friends, you know, their parents will listen to like 60s and 70s music. You yeah. know, Al Green, you know, all the yeah. good cookout music we've been seeing in all these movies growing up. You were on I, some Forrest Gump shit. All day. Yeah, absolutely. No so, doubt. So, I, so yeah. I missed that. So, But I wanted to find whatever that was. And I grew up in a music family. So That's interesting. Because I feel like I'm assuming, like, growing up with black parents, at least one day on the weekend, you're, like, getting that education without even thinking about... Like, a lot of the songs... Well, I do to my daughter. I'm like, yo, I need to add to my set now. I'm like, yo, what was that song my mom used to play when we were, like, cleaning up the house? Or who was that artist? Like, it's a lot yeah. of that kind of but stuff. But the cool thing was my grandparents allowed us that freedom. You know what I mean? So, Saturdays, we had chores. We was doing yard work, housework. But they let us play hip-hop radio the entire time. And even my friend's fathers gave us like old Richard Pryor records. So now when I hear people reference that, I can say, boom, okay, I know what that is now. You know what I mean? So we, I had to go find it. So at what age did you, do you feel like you, I don't want to say left the place you were in earlier, but I mean, like the religious cultural circle is very separated from everything else. So... 26 a good friend of mine he said he said dude why do you keep denying yourself what you talking about he said bro he put me onto a book called uh i love the podcast niggas who read or niggas in books 
hilarious. He said, dude, <laughs> he put me onto a book called Niggas and Guys, Niggas and Guys Part 1 and 2, right? He said, dude, why do you keep denying yourself? And I had to ask the question. I said, you know what? Why do I keep denying myself? What if his life shit is? So earlier we were talking, you know, what was it that, I, again, I just started drinking until I was 26. I didn't start doing anything secular, quote unquote, until 26. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. Cause I'm doing everything quote unquote right that God and the Bible says and people say, but it's bullshit. Let me just live and experience so I can be who I need to be for whoever later on in life. Grand scheming, right? To be an uh, an evangelist or someone to influence people. So when I got the other part of balance in life, just living in the world, prodigal sunning, I guess, um, twenty six. And after that, and even me being here, leaving to come here, has been a wonderful experience. Some shit I needed for next level life. Here, the universe or God of life kicked my ass, but I was away from everybody. And it was wonderful. And I came here to get what I needed to get, and I know what that is. So now, the, the devil and the angel, the balance is here. So I'm complete with it. So 26 to answer your question. That's what's up, man. I'm glad for you. Happy for you. I'm so excited. Live your best life, man. I, like I mean, that. absolutely. As another person who grew up, I won't say I grew up in the church because none of my family members were pastors or ministers or deacons or whatever. But like, I went to Christian school until high school, which is ninth grade in America. And my parents were definitely taking us to church every weekend. Like, of course, we missed a couple, but every weekend I was in the church and choir and whatever. Like, I understand growing up as a, especially as a black person in a religious setting. And my school was mostly white people. So I understand growing up right. in that kind of setting right. also. Uh, like, questions are frowned upon. Like, learning about yourself is you're supposed to learn about god you're supposed to be into jesus like when we were like uh yo why can't we yo there's a pool party happening like our fourth grade teacher <laughs> fourth grade like uh, like no bullshit no blacks grade, in the pool our fourth grade teacher is inviting all the students over to like have a pool party at her house and it's like a problem but we're like in fourth grade and almost nobody's thinking about that shit we all came up in this school nobody's thinking about no bullshit we're just like why can't we go to the pool party and you know we started asking questions and then when we were in sixth and seventh mm -hmm. grade we're like oh they don't want us to have pe class together like what's going on you know what i mean and then it's like oh like uh, oh okay and i'm not even getting into the other racial aspects that may be there i'm just thinking just like strictly um being uh what's the word prudent what's the word uh big what do you mean being a prude like prude there's a word though like too 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 religious about it just like oh like completely keep sexuality away even ah, though yeah, yeah, yeah. we're just hitting you know puberty you know it's biological like we can't help that shit like we all grew up the same way but at a certain point boys are gonna start looking at girls girls are gonna look at boys or you know whatever girls are gonna start looking at girls boys are gonna start looking at boys whatever like we're hitting puberty age like right no amount of genesis 5 whatever is gonna stop oh, yeah that, that biological determinism yeah. is gonna kick in whether <laughs> whether you you eating wafers at the uh the catholic <laughs> church or you playing drums every sunday and going to bible study right. every wednesday so but drinking yeah. wine in the church actual wine drinking down. like 
I saw my pastor get drunk for real because it wasn't enough preaching, enough people in church taking communion. So he blessed it. You got to finish it. Hey. Like you got the cup in your hand. You got to finish it. By the way, when you're done, let me know when we can re up. So right. other than that, <laughs> we passed the collection plate around again. Yeah. If not that, <laughs> one more time. If not that, it was grape juice, right? Because I, I, no. I had some. Grape nah, we had we drank we we wine. sherry wine. Yeah, we oh, had water. Wow. Sherry. Yeah. I've had both. I've had I've had both. Okay, you I've put had water in it, yeah, but yeah. dry ass crackers. I'm <laughs> <laughs> was like our shit was like rice paper and shit. But yo, the way that shit was so exclusive, you were like, yo, I want one of them crackers, man. Them shit. Was like, <laughs> yo, that was my whole goal and shit. Like when 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 I was when I was very young, it's like you couldn't go eat the body of Christ unless you you were confirming you had confessing shit, right? And so like when you're nine years old, you ain't doing that. So you had to wait until you got older. And I was like, I'm gonna get that cracker. <laughs> I'm gonna get that wafer. <laughs> yes. Everybody eating, I'm hungry as hell. <laughs> I couldn't wait till I was 13. I was like, yeah, yeah that's an alkalite. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a kid. <laughs> I'm a kid. Word, word. Yo, Ramsey's. Uh, do you want to promote yourself? Like anything you're doing out here? Like I know you do a lot of things. You're in a lot of places. Sure. Um, again, the the cotton candy company name is Sugar Shack. We're Sugar Shack uh, retail company on Facebook. You can hit me on uh, Instagram, Ramsey's underscore Tokyo R E R A M S E S underscore Tokyo. Are you doing Instagram. any more hangouts? Um, actually, yeah. Um, AJ hit me last night. Phil's supposed to hit me. Uh, so hopefully, yes. Um, the, uh, the the Beats Tokyo. Beat, the Beat the Best event. Uh, I make chicken and waffles there. And I put like a side of maple cotton candy on the joints there. So I do Wait, the say beats. that again, fam. You got chicken and waffles? Yeah, I'm, I'm fully functional. Oh, I swear to God, I yeah, candy? like yeah, uh, just last week. You know, like you have chicken and waffles. You put like you know maple syrup on. Yo, cotton candy. have you put like uh like the the bacon cotton candy on top of the waffle and then threw the maple syrup over all that? <laughs> I'm just hypothetically. No, no, no. Realistically, three months ago, yes. Yo, so I might need just to last week that. we did chicken and waffles, and I had like a side of maple cotton candy, but I had maple bacon, and I always had maple syrup and Tabasco sauce. Hmm. On the side for folks to get what they want, you know what I mean. Hold so, on, hold on. I want to give an applause drop to this. <laughs> yeah, we need to get on that late. <laughs> Straight up and down. Yo, so uh, let's go ahead and take a break. Mega late show up, for sure. Episode number thirty-seven. We're here with Ramsey, Sugar Shack connoisseur, oh, entrepreneur, Sugar the, Shack the head, cotton candy, the H and I C. Hi hi. Of the cotton candy game out here. Hey, I am yo, Mega. Shout out to the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast. Absolutely. So good, Dope. Cliff. Shout out. Dope. We'll be back. This is Jada B, and you're listening to The Mega Late Show. In the Hongo. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, yo, welcome back to the Mega Late Show, episode number 37 with our man Ramses and the Sugar Shack, selling that cotton candy, tying up bitches and shit. <laughs> <laughs> yo, also on the third mic, we got our guy Tokyo Cliff from the Raw Urban Mobile Podcast. Shout out to what Tokyo up, what Cliff. Up. That's right. And yo, in uh, this part of the podcast, we are going to get into the weather report, which is where we talk about a specific track that our guests and maybe even later myself want to talk about. And so I guess we'll go ahead and get into that. Who's going to go first? Uh, it's all Ramsey's today, I think. Oh, really? Okay. Ramsey's. What do you got in store for us, fam? Um, What's the first 
This is track. All right, man, let's get this show on the road. Dance in the Rain, Fonte, his uh, charity starts at home album. Shout out to Fonte, man. North Carolina stand up. Yeah, then this is a jam. Yo, I feel like that intro is also at the beginning of. Um, what's the new album called? Uh, no News, Good News. He has a similar intro on the new album. Yeah. Am I tripping? Or? No, you're not tripping. That's uh, right. That's and right. then Tigalo to the Rescue. Tigalo to the Rescue, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Similar intro. Yo, I first heard this album in Boston. It was right before I left America. I went to visit a friend, and this album came out, and I was listening to it. It's always forever associated with that location and period in my life. I fucking love this album, man. I was waiting for Fonte to drop a solo album, and it was just... It was perfect. It was exactly what I wanted Fonte to be doing. Yo, I mean, Fonte is a cat that I, I always love to give him props because I feel as though um, he kind of he kind of influenced a lot of the guys who get a lot of props. And by that, I mean Kanye. And by that, I mean uh, Drake. And um, you ask some of their biggest fan base and they have no idea who this man is. And I'm not saying that... No, but like uh, my guy was saying, Lil B, also heavily yeah. influenced by Fonte. Yeah. I mean, they did a track together. Yeah, uh, bass for your face, bass mm-hmm. for your face. Yeah, and Little B is also a big influencer, man. This whole SoundCloud rapper grind and yes, that indeed. that effect is is Little B, but mumble rap. You know, yeah, man. I mean, Talk, yeah. Little B, Little B, and and cats like that. Fonte, like tremendously talented, and I just feel Lil like a lot B of people should, should get on. Maybe it. Lil Wayne are probably some of the biggest influence on. The current uh, air quotes mixtape rappers. I feel like. mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. But this is good, man. What did you think about his newest album? Sonically, it's 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 like a mesh between foreign exchange. Mm. It's what he's always done. It's, it's, yeah. you get that 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 dope, cool R and B like left. RJD2 um, Shout out to RJD2 What's my man The other uh, Flying Lotus vibe uh, uh, Fly Lotus I was I was happy He was still rapping Yeah That and That's what I'm saying like, he's, still he's still rapping, rapping But you hear the evolution, the evolution in this man, but he's not bound by the right. industry. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's just doing his art. I mean, he really shit, does. Yeah. Fonte's always been like a blue collar kind of rapper guy, but with his latest album, you kind of hear like the the acceptance of, oh yeah, I influenced all of y'all niggas. Y'all aren't really respecting that or like acknowledging that, but it's cool. I'm good. But he's feel. recognized yeah. by his peers and he's paid as such. Like he's, you know, he's he's on another. Yo, he's, Fonte is like. It's so weird to say like, Fonte is almost on like a Dilla MF Doom kind of level underground. That's the influence. Yeah. That's because those doing. those albums, the listening minstrel, minstrel show, show, those are classic underground albums. I think so, man. I Very formative for a lot of people, but like. Don't really get the accolades that you right. know. It, you you kind of yeah. had to be a part of the hip hop culture and community and actually s- seeking those out during that era because that era that's when like snap music was getting really big and yeah. the popular like you know um, Air Force Ones like you know Nelly and and Ja Rule were mm-hmm. and Fifty Cent were kind of dominating and the space for that type of 
at the time progressive boom bap hip hop from yeah. different regions in New York or the West Coast, like North Carolina, namely, like you really had to to seek that out. I but remember like, when I first heard a little brother, I was like, yo, these cats are dope, and they're from North Carolina. I thought that was only Petey Pablo, and sh- you yo, know what actually, I mean, like, for real, because like. I mean, Ramsey's is from North Carolina. Grew up in North Carolina. Greensboro, home of the I'm Auntie from Atlanta. Aggies. Yeah. And I, I didn't hear about them locally. Like, I was maybe looking in the source. or I don't, Actually, I don't even remember how I, I found out about Little Brother. You being on the West Coast, uh, Cliff being in New York, how did y'all discover Little Brother Fonte? And oh, what, what was I mean, your initial reaction? Uh, during that time, like message boards and forums were still really popular. And um, I was talking to people about everything that was dope. That was what well, we considered like real hip hop, like, you know, not mainstream right. shit. And that's the distinction was made. And it was like, yo, like cats like Little Brother, Mountain Brothers and, and shit like that were just like, oh, this is just more good hip hop. And especially during that whole downloading, that Napster LimeWire mm-hmm. era, which mm-hmm. they kind of grew out of. You were being subjected to more hip hop than you really had a chance to right. to really measure and, and pay attention to. And Little Brother was one of the standout groups. It was like clearly, clearly there's something very special about these guys. Yeah. And so like when when we started seeing like more like like around like 2005 when Common's B album came out, mm-hmm. it was kind of like oh this lane is somewhere where like Little Brother should really be blowing up as well. It's like Kanye like they should be blowing up with them, and it never really came to fruition. But uh, then again, we we're still like, well these cats just they're not searching for the money like that. They're just really dope artists, you know, who for whatever reason just never blew. I, I think uh, I have a very interesting story because. I came on to a little brother because uh, Fonte and I have a have a childhood friend that we share, right? So my homeboy thought it's 2003. I'm about to go home for the Christmas. He's like, "Yo, man, he's in DC." He's like, "Yo, man, I'm about to go back home." But yo, listen to this album. I went home for Christmas and I met his friends that he went to college, he went to high school with, and Fonte was a freshman in North Carolina Central. I was like, "Oh, what up, man? You my friend? You your friends with my homeboy? What up? How you doing? We all hanging out. Uh, what you in school for? Oh man, I'm in school for business, but y'all play ball. But I want to be a rapper. But like most folks, oh oh, that's what's up. You know, best to you. I kind of played. Oh, that's what's up, young brother. Do you think? All right, when like a motherfucker tell you they want to be a rapper and shit, you just kind of be like. Yeah. Right. Oh, it was either that or basketball and exactly. shit, right? All right, exactly. right. But I, but I watched the growth, and we were talking to. He put me on the OK Player, so all my yeah, homeboys yeah. I rock with. I was a music major in college, music and psychology. All my homeboys that gig, gig with Fonte over the years, and people he was with. So and they went on tour with him. So when I saw him again, something my mom said to me in high school: "You never know who you're talking to. Watch how you treat people." Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, so I told we was at a gig and that's when uh, he first got with Foreign Exchange the front girl Yazara was from DC my homeboy managed her I said yo let me take it and me and Fonte was in a wedding together in the same wedding party oh shit the same dude nice catch appreciate yeah. it but I was like bro let me tell you something I said that to you he said oh yeah I remember when I met you I said but listen nigga play that Casanova I said but listen I'm your biggest fan though anyway Casanova set tripping but Fonte, shout out, keep, you know he's on like, he's on a beautiful podcast. You know yeah. that. I know you don't like promoting other people's shit. No, but, no, we're cool with podcasts. But, that, that uh, ain't uh, us. No, Fonte <laughs> and Quest Love yeah, got yeah. a podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh really? Pandora, yeah. yeah, on Pandora. Hot shit. Yo, Pandora is still a thing. Yeah, it I is. mean they were one of the people that uh, they uh, along with Spotify they had that no hate speech policy that remove ours. 
Yeah, but Fonte's first podcast is what? Gordon Cartrell Radio. Now he's with uh, uh, Quest Love. But now, this song right here. I'm Gorilla. Sound like Busta. This is the first time I'm hearing this song. You gotta see the video. Have you heard this before, Mega? Yes. This is one of the only songs that I've heard from him. Yo, uh, I feel like this is very New York. It is. Yeah. Ram- Ramses, what, what, what about this appeals to you? The energy. Listen to it. I just want it's, it's grimy. It's good. I, I just yeah, want this is the devil on his shoulder. So I mean, huh. yeah. Oh, I hear the gunshots and shit. Uh, put my own gunshots. Cliff. Brooklyn. Cliff, what, what, what is it about New York music? Fifty Cent, uh, this Casanova, a Fetty Wap. What, what is it that appeals to the broader hip hop listening audience? Even though it's not the classic hip hop sound, like New York sound has evolved a lot. What what is it that keeps it still relevant in this day and age and um, keeps it popping? That's a good question. And what do you um, like about it? To be honest with you, I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm gonna keep it a one hundred with you. Like, I I don't even listen to a lot of uh, New York rappers these days, or or just rappers in general. Like, I'm I'm, I'm really on. Because I mean, like, uh, what what's my man's name? Uh, French Montana. Yeah, I, there are a I, lot I of New York rappers that sound like this kind of sound, right? That don't necessarily mesh with classic New York sound. No, I get you, and I I. I don't even know anything about I know French Montana But I don't listen to his music right? Yeah So um, For me I, I just think With Casanova It's the energy You know what I'm saying Like I said He, he reminds me of like A, a, a Fredro Or Sticky or, or you know what I mean MOP type That that raw energy I, But You asked me about his album I, Do we got an album I don't even know if he got are they Are album. they New York Or are they more like uh, Jersey Who? He from Brooklyn Onyx Honest is from Queens, so they they, they Queens. New York. Where, yeah, where, where. Yeah, yeah. And MOP is from Brownsville, Brooklyn, close to where I, I grew up in East New York. So, I mean, that's but, the mecca. That's, yeah. So, Cass Cass just brings that raw energy to me. Like, I don't think you would call him a lyricist or anything like that, but his tracks is just like, it's almost like you t- you hear this type of shit in the club, like somebody. Might get robbed. Yeah, or some, you know me, what I mean? Yeah. To me, this right, kind like, of embodies the the kind of new. New York sound that's moved away from like it's more like a like a more contemporary New York vibe than the old boom bap yeah. style of lyricism because it still it still has very much a, a New York sensibility about it exactly. but it's clearly not you know it's boom bappy yeah it, he's, he's it's from like a different guy. tradition like he's a DMX that, tradition and a, he's from that tradition but he he he's the guy that had that proper tutelage if you will that 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 proper rites of passage so he comes from the cloth mm-hmm. like forget who else have come before him but casanova is linked to like that that new that new prop davies yeah. Yeah. casanova exactly. what's old girl's name with the ooh what's her name oh yeah and um young and may she's, yeah, young and she, may. she's from my area yeah, too, yeah. a lot of cats Hold on, wait, like young ma yep young and may she okay, says tomato, young. Tomato, tomato, wait, she's back in this she's back in the game i don't 
I mean, she was. I really she had a dope hit last year, right? I really Lip don't keep gloss. up. Two years ago, yeah. I don't know. Nah, Young I'm, and May, but like her, uh, uh, Casanova's jump before this was uh, Don't Run. Don't Fuck. Run. Yeah, that, and that joint was hard too. Yeah, that's the only. Like, I think that's like the only other joint energy. that I heard from him. It's yeah. just those two, but yeah, okay. he, he's now moving. But I'm out the loop. I'm out the loop. But just like you know, I'm out the loop too, bro. It's just that some tracks I just kind of gravitate towards. Who I think, but. If you ask me about most stuff, I'm 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 not. And I, I only know about, about this by listening to how hip hop has evolved and grown into different areas. I.e. podcasts, Combat yeah. Jack, mm. Combat Jack, who who would like promote Taxstone so much? Okay, Taxstone's getting footage. Let me see what he's talking about. Taxstone was like Taxstone's very New York all day. Yeah, and too, he's, he's that extra too New York. He too from that old Who's crowd. That? That's Taxstone. That's Tax why he's Stone, locked okay. up now. Yeah, but yeah, Taxstone Tax introduced Casanova to the world. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. Like yeah. I I got I, I know I know I got friends that know about Taxstone street stuff, but yeah. But I, that's I, that extra element that yeah. hip hop needs though. You yeah. Know what I mean? so, Very true, man. That's I, that's a underrepresented part of hip hop. That's why like when uh uh, post what? Poach Malone? I can't even say this dude's Post name. Malone. I like Post I Malone. like the word poach in his <laughs> fucking. He is a poacher. That's why when Poach Malone or even people I respect like Bruno Mars or like uh-huh. other artists like get regarded or you know highlighted as hip hop artists, it's like they don't. Ha- they're not from the culture. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's not like you have to be super gangster or anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like when 50 Cent was doing his thing, yeah, he had his gangster part and he had his industry part. His industry part, I felt, helped him a lot more in his career than his gangster part did. But it was like, yo, yeah, 50 is doing a lot of like shit that he's making fun of Ja Rule for doing, like some industry, you know, hooky, mm-hmm. R&B type mm-hmm. courses and shit, hooks. But yo, I recognize 50. Like, oh, I remember him. He used to do like the mixtapes and shit. Yeah. He was still doing the hooks then. I fucks with 50. I don't know fucking Post Malone or I don't need them. A lot of this other shit. Post Malone is not the culture, man. No, he's He's not. He's not the culture. He did, I mean, like, and yo, I listen to a lot of. I don't listen to a lot of underground shit, but I listen to some underground shit. Even Mega doesn't listen to shit. So I listen to some other shit and. It's fucking dope, man. And people don't fucking know about it because it's not... It doesn't have, like, a hook or whatever. Same thing for Mega, man. Mega has put me onto so much... Uh, not even just shit from the West Coast, but, like, just some good let me, musical shit. Let me let me ask you something. Why is Post Malone... I don't fool with him, but why is he not the culture? He didn't come up in the culture at all. He's not really a part about the culture. When I talk about the culture, I'm talking about people who operated within the elements of hip hop and have mm-hmm. been studying the lineage. They know about it. They come from the culture. He's of this new generation that their experience and their their them being influenced by the culture is all the perception that they're getting from mainstream music. Yeah. And so the popularity, like, yeah, he he's listened to everything mainstream growing up that was on the radio just like everybody else did. But that's not being of the culture. That's why when he makes interviews and shit, he says goofy shit like if you wanna if you wanna hear somebody saying some shit, don't listen to rap music. Because the only thing he knows about rap music is what the music industry has shoveled to us ever since we lost control of the art. 
when we were growing up we still had some semblance of control even though the music labels were salty like and, and really fucking shit up but we still had some control over the culture the tastemakers still had some control over the culture dj red alert could play shit fucking you know what i mean like even even uh What's his face? Um, Funk Master Flex could play and break out. Even albums. to relate it to like. He can anymore. Yo, where's Post Malone from? Does anybody Texas, know? I think. I think he's from Texas. Yo. I, I know nothing I, about I, him. I never cared to know. I would never say if you want to listen to some real shit, don't listen to hip hop. I grew up on like Pastor Troy, mm-hmm. fucking Oomp Camp, mm-hmm. even before Outcast you, you who? and Dungeon Family. Oomp Camp. Camp. Oomp Camp. Boot camp. Do you baby. know what I'm? No, no. Oomp camp. Oh, I thought you said boot camp. Not boot camp. Oomp camp. That's some Atlanta shit. Some okay, real Atlanta you. shit. Okay, gotcha. But you. it's like I grew up on that shit and like Tupac. Gotcha. And then I started branching into other shit. Gotcha. And then it was like, yo, this shit is not bad. I'll check it out. Mm-hmm. But if you like only grow up on pop music, which I guess before I got into hip hop, I did, you know, I was listening to like Bone Thugs and Harmony and like Tupac, 69 Boys. That's what was playing in Atlanta. Mm -hmm. But nowadays, if you grow up on pop music, it's like Travis Scott, uh, maybe some Drake, some J. Cole, Ray Shrimmerd, and a little bit of Kendrick Lamar. You're not. If you're not digging, you're not learning shit about the culture and the right, history right. And that's, or anything. And that's a great point you bring up because, honestly, I'm going to keep it a buck. Like, like I keep saying, um, when I listen to you guys' podcasts, I'll be like, damn, I find out how much I don't know like right, about hip-hop. Right. And it's a question I wanted to ask you, you, both of you guys. Um, how do you feel about, like, black people who, who you know, who, who of, of the... Right. Instrumental. Yeah. How do you feel about black people who grew up in the culture but not they aren't aware of the four elements? Like it's like because for, for me honestly the shit I grew up on I can't say I was aware of the four elements but I was just it was just certain artists because I'm from New York like Buckshot from Black Moon um but they, went, but they went straight Afro punk but but yeah, but you know yeah for, for me. You for know, me, um, hip hop is uh, uh, like it is inherently a, a black a black music art form, right? And and because it's so closely like it's really, it, I just heard um, I just heard uh, Chris Chris Rock say this uh, at the Kanye listening party. He's, it's the first black free black music, first genre made by free, free black, black people. Men. Yeah, right. And so Which I don't like, know if I fully agree with. I I don't either. But but my yeah. point is my point is this like. Uh, black people are going to have a different relationship with hip hop music than than other cultures inherently because mm-hmm. it's the voice of our people. Now you don't to me you don't have to be um, a four element hip hop head. Gotcha. But at the same time, if you're not a four element hip hop head, then you shouldn't be an ambassador for the culture if you don't know anything about the history of it. And, and I so agree for with me, you. it's about education. It's like you yeah. don't need to know about like you could you could be a great b-boy a dancer so to speak right mm-hmm. but if you don't know anything about the history of dancing then you're not an and de- you're not you're a person that's doing an activity you're not a person operating as the culture within the culture and that, in my and that, opinion and that was it's, me it's really and, and, that and I'm, I'm glad you clarified yeah. that because that's one thing i realized listening to this podcast i'm like shit i don't know shit about the well you know i'm also <laughs> you know i'm also I, I i'm a pretty weird hip-hop head i think like mm-hmm. i come i think i think the underground cats from my era like we are really the the 
the guys who take a scholarly approach yes. to it and we and it means something different to us if you talk to brooklyn terry brooklyn terry's not like yo i am hip-hop well he knows that and he says that but he's not thinking of it the same way that i am mm. he's just mm. like i thought this is what young black men did in the 80s in brooklyn and this is what i am this is what i do this is my right. culture mm-hmm. it just happens to be hip-hop and everything that he touches is hip-hop because hip-hop t- Ter- Brooklyn Terry is hip hop. Now, for me, mm-hmm. I'm a, a few generations, maybe like two generations removed, high school generations removed. I grew up where it was like, this culture is something that is sacred and we have to protect because they're trying to take it away from us. Gotcha. And so that's why I'm a little bit of a different hip hop head. Mm-hmm. And even late comes from about the generation after, after me. Yep. Yes. And so his experience with it, I remember when there was the war going on between mainstream hip-hop being taken over by the telecommunications act and when everybody was going underground to keep it real and shit Mm -hmm. that was he he didn't experience that firsthand like Mm -hmm. for him it's like the music on the radio is still some artists that man i remember when nas started going like pop hate me now with puffy and getting jiggy and shit yeah yeah. nas came out with an album hip-hop is dead like a decade later and i was like fam you wanted the people was fucking causing (laughs) the death of it yeah with all this money grabbing and you know so it's just a different type of thing i suppose man not to not to derail the the conversation too much but yeah i think i think it's you know uh, I think we're all a little bit different in age. Like I, I just turned thirty-five this year. Cliff, you're thirty-seven. Ramsey, you want to say your age and shit? I'll be forty-two next month. Okay, we'll keep that off record. But I heard what you said. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> he just wasn't speaking into By the, the way, mic. Yeah, yeah. Black don't crack. Yeah, yeah, no. Shout out to Ramsey's for hitting his hundredth birthday <laughs> yeah. last month, man. Yo, shout yeah, out, man. Listen, I am officially your big uncle. No bullshit. Like, if I start sleeping more, I'm gonna be 29 in these streets. <laughs> <laughs> word, word, man. Drink some yes, water. Indeed. Yeah, but but word. Let's um let's go into the new segment of the podcast. Do you want to bust it? Yeah, sure. Why not? Let's start off with something salacious. Let me see what I got here. Oh, let me go ahead and just get somebody out of here. And I think it's a little bit interesting in the age of the Me Too era. Uh, Taleb, my name is in the middle of equality. Quali is the latest star to be accused of sexual improprieties against a former co-worker and business associate. Really? Yes. But he categorically denies the claims. And actually, uh, uh, the, the, the person that accused him was a collaborator named Rez, R-E-S. She went on a Twitter tirade on the first which would be yesterday for us uh and uh saying that he has she had several accusations to say towards uh talib quali including sexual harassment now quali's manager uh a media partner donna dragota hit twitter to speak on uh talib's behalf and says that she can categorically deny her statements and that after numerous attempts to uh, amicably and fairly settle the matter between them talib was forced to bring a lawsuit against her for money owed to him uh, pursuant to a contractual agreement. So, uh, again, I think wait, this wait. is a prime opportunity. What was his... Why did he countersue her? She owed him some money. Sounds like it. It says it says that Talib was forced to bring a lawsuit against her for money owed to him, pursuant to a contractual agreement. So she tried to m- meet to him while he... While she owed him money. Perhaps <laughs> that's what that's what it looks like from the uh, from the outside, but but I think this is a prime example um, of us making sure not to jump the gun and start accusing people. Now I think it's still tremendously important for us to believe women when they bring allegations up against people. But the court of public opinion is a you dangerous know place. It I'm is. gonna be that guy. Men are mm. trash. Hold on, oh, wait. Okay. No, no, no. I'm gonna be that guy. <laughs> 
Cut your mic off, Mika. Got it. Nah. I don't trust nobody. I don't trust my best friend from high school. I don't trust my cousin. I don't have a sister, but I wouldn't trust that bish. B-I-S-H. Don't trust nobody off top. Because you don't know what people are going through. And I hate to say this. Some people, when they're in an emotional state, they don't see reality the same way as other people who do when they're being very objectionable. So to just be like, oh, I believe all women is just as bad as saying I believe all black people when they say like somebody's being racist or whatever. I don't believe anybody off top. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, of course. But I'm also going to listen to the other person's story and I'm not going to, you know, tar and feather them just because you have a vagina or you're the same skin tone as I am. Well, I actually, I absolutely agree with you that um, not not so much that I'm not going to trust my sister and shit, but <laughs> no, but 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 what I'm saying is that um, we we should our first inclination should be to believe women because the number of women who bring forth fake allegations about sexual improprieties, harassment, sexual assault is far lower than the number that are actually being assaulted, and so that's why far I think lower. that far 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 yeah, far I mean lower. it's it's a tremendously yeah. and but but at the same time you have to let the evidence speak for itself and judge everything on a case by case basis. It's just in my first inclination is always to be like whoa shout out whoa. to what's what's homie's name. Gaslamp Killer. Gaslamp Killer. Came with the receipts. And who else recently? Um. Oh, Nelly. Nelly also, uh, you know, he was accused of sexual uh, improprieties on his tour bus, and he ended up uh, having the receipts as well. So, you know. Yeah. Somebody I, else, though. I think somebody else recently. Somebody else. Somebody I can't else remember recently, who. So. I can't remember who. I mean, I know, I, I, I know a lot of people really don't agree. Uh, People want to talk about the statute of limitation, right? Mm-hmm. But of course, fuck statute of limitation. If it happened, it happened. It is what it is. Right? With so rape, it's it, not going to affect you. Like seven years ain't enough all the time. You know what I mean? That's If anything, if, if if they were made to feel a certain kind of way, now that this after since Bill Cosby popped the whole shit off. And everybody's starting to run. Okay, boom. Since I was made to feel some kind of way, however I was affected, I want to touch. I want this person to be affected, however they affected me. It just like with Morgan. Leave Morgan Freeman alone. You know what I mean? Even though now I heard that he would like do shit like being your favorite, whatever. I don't. Well, know he just story. a real. I mean, it was some weird. He just shit a nasty. He was doing. You know, he was having a relationship with his great uh, granddaughter and shit. That's He's a rumor. Like, That's a rumor. That's a rumor. I don't know. Sound nasty. Oh, <laughs> I felt like I was like, but I did hear yeah, he yeah. was like asking women to lift their skirts up at award shows and stuff. And all we have to go on is what the Andy. But he's true, man. Dick, like, there's yeah. no that. Like, we're all playing. Even this discussion, we're all playing into the gossip. We're talking off a hearsay. Right. Nobody's gone to trial. There's right. no evidence. Right. But I mean, that's also part of the believe women front. We're like, yo. I've 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 kind of come to the conclusion where I'm like, yo, if you get, I don't want to put a number on it, but if there are like multiple accusers when you first come out, I'm more yeah. likely to believe yeah. than like a one single accuser, like with Gaslamp Killer, 
which kind of turned out to be potentially Bummer. bullshit. Yeah. And um, yeah. ruin that guy's career. Yeah. yeah, I mean he's done. Well, yeah. I, I'm not gonna say he's uh, he done. Could, he but... could bounce back, but it completely ruined a lot of his professional yeah. relationships. Maybe, with maybe that's karma, just... or like you know whatever's done in the dark comes out into the light. It's gonna affect you later on down the road if you're complete. Yeah. You know, I I I agree with points that all of you guys made, right? And I, I don't want to take too long to say this, but I think uh, kind kind of like going back to what you said, Mega, is that if you understand the society and you understand the male dominant society and all the things that women have to go through yeah um you have to like you said you have to kind of be inclined to yeah. believe them at, but at the same time yeah. like what late said you got to be cautious I mean, you know especially when you talk about 20 30 yeah. years ago i'm not saying is the statute yeah. you know statute limitations should be right whatever but you know that that's that's my whole thing. You know? Oh, uh, George Takei got oh, accused okay. maybe yeah, two or three yeah. years ago. George yeah. Takei, yeah, from yeah. Uh, Star Trek fame, and he was like, uh, uh, "I don't remember this happening," but you know, it was like the Me Too movement was popping off. It was too strong, right? and this guy was like, "Yeah, he did this." And recently, like the guy has been, you know, his story doesn't match up. Some details are different when he tells the story, and it people are like starting to doubt him and the whole time george takai was like yeah i didn't do this and i mean everybody says that but i mean what else are you supposed to say unless you immediately admit guilt or are like you could those you are like kevin spacey it and be like much. yes yeah. but i'd like to take this opportunity to tell you all that i'm gay <laughs> by the way listen uh by the way all the horrible shit i did was because i'm a homosexual yeah and even if, even if you look at the whole uh, of course we know what it is as far as the, the men and women how how people kind of go inside those roles and gender and people even during that era mm -hmm. that when yo. everybody was in their quote-unquote prime yo yeah. we haven't even got was then to the biological you know and what was in your genes aspect of yeah, it you know that, what i mean you got that we haven't even talked about that sometimes that we don't time. know yeah like i mean yeah. a lot of things that i was doing like uh you know in high school like it, it used to be like the common thing you go to the club you get a girl a little drunk and you get looser up a little bit to be Horrible chilling and you shit. go and do Nigga, it what's and it called we Pucker, man. Yo, yeah. 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 unless we had sisters until yeah. we had daughters well, shit I mean, came into play even I mean? even you know my like uh, a lot of a lot of our sisters and our mothers and things participated in these things wow. not knowing exactly oh, no. what the issue was with, yo, with yo, the Ramses, stuff, you know what pucker is bro have you I heard know, of pucker, I know pucker sour apple, apple sour. liqueur that's what i'm <laughs> saying when i told it to them they thought i was talking about roofies they're like damn he's yo. giving pucker everybody <laughs> got like, quiet i was like yeah there were at least like four other people in the room yeah. and when mega said yeah you know we used to go out you know give bitches pucker and we were all kind of like uh, what is that Spanish fly like what is okay you know what I mean yeah, yeah we got a uh, Bill Cosby no, 2.0 over here right but but what's important man is like a lot of these things are good educational moments for men on the way that they should act around women we, when you got a president in the United States who is doing some of the most atrocious things to women because of his power it's like you really have to think about all right, he he achieved a pace of power for that, but as as men, it's like yo, I just can't, I cannot sit yeah. back idly and, and pretend like men are not fucking inherently trash because of our biological determinism. And that's and a shit, great you know point what I mean? because yeah. I, I I think we need to come to the defense of women more as men. Bet. Um, I, what I've noticed on like just you know something like social media, right? 
I feel like I, I never see men come to the aid of women. It's like we all. It, it's always like, okay, you a male, I'm a male. So let me let me rationalize this bullshit just because we're males. But I I don't I don't really see men stand up for women a lot. And sometimes I even seen women stand up for men. Yeah. And and you know kind of shit on others. Uh, Where women. do men come from? It, okay The yeah. womb demand So of yeah. course so, Bitch bad Shout out to Lupe No anyway. but I feel like It's a lot of um, There's a lot of self hate And there's a lot of Exactly Yeah Like PC gone too far Yeah Like all masculinity is, I was thinking about this today actually All masculinity isn't Yeah yeah go for it All masculinity isn't toxic You know what I mean like uh, gender roles or however we've fallen into these mm -hmm. assumptions of how we should act. Mm -hmm. Like just being stereotypically masculine isn't necessarily a toxic thing. You're not a bad person if you're like a masculine right. kind of dude. Exactly. And a lot of the times, especially now, when... People get highlighted for acting a certain way towards women or women get highlighted for acting a certain way towards men. It's always in the negative. Mm. Even if it's like, yo, uh, you hate men, you're a fucking feminazi. If you're if you're uh, a, ha a housewife, you're a fucking uh, a, uh, a, a submissive fucking, you know, kind of female. And it's not either or. There are shades to this shit. Yes. And some of it is, you know, by choice. And some of it is, honestly, it's biological. Like, mm. you can't really help how you feel when you encounter a very masculine kind of dude or a, a submissive kind of woman. It's, it's biological. Like, yo, we all are trying to procreate pretty much at the end of the day. And if you aren't, then you are the person that's outside of the the common edge because the stream is towards procreation and reproduction and if you're outside of that then you're the one that's technically abnormal i guess mm. is the way to say it but we're also you know woke and aware of social constructs now that being individuals is putting a strain on i don't know i don't know what to say about that I don't, I don't have the answers. So I'm not trying to present I have the mm, answers. Mm. But, like, a lot of this critical thought is a, a bit detrimental sometimes. Mm. I feel. Mm -hmm. That's my uneducated response. I think sometimes when... And this beat is making me feel like I got to, like, get up and rejoice about the conversation. <laughs> like, da -da, da -da -da. No, but I think, I think one of the things... Um, that's important is that you don't get too tied up into your reality tunnel that you forget you're talking to and we're judging people who are people and all of us are inherently flawed mm -hmm. and no nobody is smart enough to be 100% right all the time and nobody's dumb enough to be 100% wrong all the time mm -hmm. and we have to do give some leeway with that when we deal with people in regards to all topics and yes. all, all things mm -hmm. so word, word. word. Uh, maybe put a cap on cap on that i thought we were just gonna get it off right quick and shit but it turned out to be a pretty interesting conversation that i that i feel i forget what we were originally Ta talib kwali uh being accused of such and such and, and i mean it's weird like because you can't just you can't say i don't believe women or i believe this guy because 
yo, that verse on the Black Star album was really good. You can't say that shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. He but argues like, with racists on Twitter all the time. I believe him. He's got to be a good guy. If somebody, honestly though, <laughs> but if somebody accused Dave Chappelle of some Me Too shit, I'd be like, nah. I've seen Killing Me Softly. I've seen for what it's worth, you're a liar. Fuck well, you. See, that's, that's <laughs> kind of like, you know, that. like that. That's kind of what I mean about like judging on a case by case basis. Like, if somebody brought up some shit about like, if somebody was like, "Yo, your sister punched me in the face," I'd be like, "Yes, that's that's probably true." But if somebody said, "Yo, my your sister stole my car," I'd be like, "Yo, I know this person is probably not true." And of course, when we look at celebrities, we can only judge them by the lens that they right. they present to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know shit that's about the whole fucking Aziz Morgan Freeman Sorry shit or. Yeah. Or Charlie Rose or fucking uh, Tom Brokaw. Yeah. I but mean, I see, it's hard I to believe. You. But nigga, Bill O'Reilly seemed like a real I don't know Tom Brokaw. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know Bill O'Reilly. He's a fucking provoc- provocative right wing guy. He doesn't look like he rapes people, but you know, fucking I maybe. I don't know. He seems kind of like a power dominant asshole. So I would probably lean towards this motherfucker being a real nasty ass person. My man Ramsey with the Shibari noose. <laughs> just that mega like you got it right. Yeah, we're you got all right. Hold, hold on, man. I, I do have an. I, I do. I did want to at least touch this because a couple people have hit me up and asked if we were going to talk about it or my thoughts on it or if it's going to be on a podcast, man. I did want to get off on this this Drake and Pusha T shit. Do, or did you guys like? Should we just start from the Push album? Did everybody listen to it? I listened. Nah, I, I, no? I haven't heard. I heard the what's the disc? The added on uh, infrared. Added on, yeah. Oh, I, you you heard I the read, second. I disc. read about it. I read I, about I heard, it. I heard a decade. Have you yeah. not heard these late? I don't like Pusha T. I'm not gonna listen to Pusha T. Mm, interesting. You wait, wait. You mean you're taking a stance against listening to him, <laughs> or you just don't like him as an artist? Even before the beef with Drake. Even before the beef with Lil Wayne, I have a problem with Pusha T's approach to music, so I don't listen to him. Of course, he's all over Kanye songs, so I've heard those verses. But outside of that, I don't listen to Pusha T. I don't really respect him as an artist. Is it because of the drug? The drug talk? It's specifically because of one line I've heard maybe off of one of his first albums where he acknowledged that selling drugs was problematic and you know is extremely detrimental to his community that he comes from but he he needs to make money so he continues to do so and every other project he's done since then glorifies that aspect and doesn't really acknowledge the other part of it so i don't really fuck with him uh, it's a personal, personal thing. Yeah. Well, did did anybody listen to the new Kanye album then? I I listened to the new Kanye. I'm I'm ignoring. Came out yesterday. I thought it came out next week. No, it's out. Oh. I'm ignoring Kanye. Um, I, I'm I, off I, that too. I think, and you know what? Understandable. Yes. Um. I I think after the Sway interview, uh, I was just really how annoyed. Sway? Yeah. I was just a really I was really annoyed with him and I oh just, that interview. Yeah, it's just his his narcissism. I just it just annoyed me, and I just said, you know what? He's a talented guy, but I don't have to listen to him. You know, I mean, he's whatever. You know, he's still he's still going to get the attention that he wants because he understands the media, he understands the game. But I just I've just chosen not to listen to his music anymore. But um, we, I mean, yeah, I think I'm I'm pretty much I'm pretty much I've never been a huge Kanye fan. I haven't I don't hold him in a high regard like I like a lot of people do. You know, mm-hmm. obviously a lot of people really enjoy his music and mm-hmm. they they 
they are willing to tolerate some of his actions because they feel like the artistry is so great um with this album like eh, for me it was just another kanye project that was okay the lyrics mediocre to me even with the ghostwriters a lot of the things he's saying is not really hitting home for me i think it's weird that he keeps on rapping about being with other bitches and fucking other bitches and mm. while he's married with a kid and i feel like your ghostwriter should probably have that in the footnotes of things not to talk <laughs> about um i was i was um with his antics recently in in social media i was kind of expecting Especially after he said that all of people's answers about his political beliefs and things would be answered on this album. And Sahai even parroted what he said and right. said it would. I didn't really see any of the, the him addressing the MAGA stuff or mm-hmm. uh, rocking with that other young black Republican lady. And mm-hmm. and like um, it, it's to me, it's problematic. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that Kanye, uh, it, not so much like it's a race issue, but I think it's a class issue. I think he's very far removed from... Uh, where he came from and the people he's around and due to maybe his mental health it's pushed him in a direction that i even even without enjoying his music that much i simply can't identify with this guy and and his lifestyle and just i'm off it i guess man yeah. i have well, nothing does, really to will, say will about you subscribe it. to the whole notion that people say you know he doesn't you know when you say you know the people he has around him mm. him pushing away the yes men and having black folk and a black woman just just us around him those who like okay boom you on the you on the nonsense i'm I'm, I'm fall back Mm -hmm. for those people who have entered into his life after i guess let's okay let's just talk about it after his mom died Kanye hasn't been Kanye, right maybe he's mourning maybe he's going through that thing but at what point do you become aware and understand that you're into some bullshit Mm. where where are those people quote unquote who are here to kind of draw you back or did you push them out no idea right. and um at yeah. this point i really just not I, really I, interested in it for me i don't even follow him so like sometimes a lot of times when people get all into the details i don't know i'm just like I, I, don't, let, I, I don't follow kim kardashian i don't follow kanye so i don't at some point you kind of have to just let people go yeah and that, i think yeah. that's where a lot of us are i mean it's yeah. really i'm a huge kanye fan right when i started university was around the time late registration was coming out mm. and i really connected with the diamond song the one without jay-z mm-hmm. and gold digger uh lyrically because mm. you know whatever i'm that kind of listener now it's more like i can't connect with him but i respect him because of the past that i continue to listen and i do that with a lot of artists there are a lot of artists that i really respected in the past that I don't connect with anymore just because yeah I, I mean life is, I've been listening to hip hop since you know it's going on 20 years now you know what I mean I'm not in the same space before like Eminem doesn't resonate with me yeah. as when I was an angsty teenager I, I respect his lyricism but his point of view is a bit it's different for me if he's not talking about the stuff that I care about so I tend to gravitate more towards Kendrick Lamar's or people that speak upon you know social economic political issues but even the people that I used to like who aren't doing that stuff anymore I'm still a little like you know wishing that there was some of that in there but just because I mean, it's difficult. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I 
like Ludacris, right? I grew up listening to Ludacris on the radio, even though I didn't know it. Like Ludacris was a radio host. And when I started listening to him rap, I was like, oh, Chris Lover Lover. I I know him as Ludacris, but I also know he does the radio. I know this guy. I support this guy. His albums after his first three albums are not good albums. You know what I mean? But, you know, that's Chris Lover Lover. I got to, you know, respect my guy from Atlanta doing his thing. And even when the music is not necessarily bad, even though I don't like it, it's not my thing. That's when I have to do the juggling act like, yo... Jermaine Dupriest fucking sucks, but he's put out like a lot of good music. Yeah. And he's influential in Atlanta for the sound, the scene, and everything. Other artists who listen to that kind of thing peep that. And it's like, I can't say Jermaine Dupriest sucks, but. He sucks. You know what I mean? He's not good. <laughs> well, he's been biting, I mean? he's been biting for his whole me. career. Yeah. But, but here's the thing like, when it comes to artists, for example, you mentioned Eminem and Kanye. Like with Eminem, there's this angsty thing that came for it, but there was nothing really that tied Eminem to us as people so much as like our nostalgia for it. Um, same thing, like Ghostface. Sure, I have a nostalgia for um, things that he's done, but in terms of him being a voice for us, it's it's just kind of few and far between. When it comes to Kanye, I feel like a lot of people were looking to um, a lot of people were looking to. Sorry, I was picking up off your headphone. Uh, a lot of people are looking to Kanye as a voice of the people. I mean, he stood on television live and was like, George W. Bush doesn't, George Bush doesn't like care about black people or whatever it was he said. And so I feel like unlike with, uh, I guess there's a disappointment there for for your artists when your artists start to change and you don't like their music or you don't identify with it. But I feel like there's a different level of disappointment when it comes to Kanye because it seems as though that he is so insulated or his his brain and, and his opinions have gone to such a different extreme where he was before that I think that a lot of people are legitimately hurt by his positions because they seem very shallow and they seem like it, it seems as though that he hasn't taken any real steps to educating himself beyond um, what he wants to see and all he's saying is free thinking free thinking and these platitudes that don't mean shit and when I listen to his album I'm I, I mean I'm not a I'm definitely not a biggest fan as late, but I, I have listened to every single one of his albums and formed my opinions about him. This one is just, I got to say, I was, I wasn't, I'm not disappointed because I wasn't looking forward to it all that much. I barely thought I would listen to it, but listening to it, I, I'm, I'm a little bit saddened for his fans because I feel like they got a lot of reasons to be kind of disappointed outside of not even liking the music. Just him personally is kind of fucked up. And we I, want I, him I, to come back. I, I, I've said, I just think he's willfully ignorant. I just, it, it's, you know, the things he's said, I haven't like saw the interview, but I've heard about the tweets and all that. But I just think he's willfully ignorant. Like he, he, he can't tell me he doesn't, he's not conscious of what he's saying. Are you still looking at forward to music from him late? The, the Cuddy Project, for example, or the, the Nas album he's got coming out? I mean, yes, I'll, I'll always be looking forward to music from Kanye, the same way I am from Sade, the same way I am from The Locks, Jay-Z, uh, sure. even underground artists I like, Tegan and Sarah, Lady Tron, fucking um, uh, Kings of Leon. I'm interested when they put out new stuff because I'm invested emotionally 
nostalgically. And that's a great point. Great point. Um, not to cut you off, but my man. Um, Yo, Fame. motherfuckers from Brooklyn love to say not, not to, to cut, cut you off, off. but here we go. Motherfuckers <laughs> 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 from Brooklyn always love to say that shit. Pardon but me, but not off. to cut you off. But <laughs> go ahead. I'm gonna cut you off. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, my bad. Nah, nah, it's good. I just think it's funny, nah, man. My homie, uh, you know Fame from MOP, right? Yeah, yeah. He course, coming course, out with a new course. album. Word. Now. I'm not really into hardcore rap these days, but like you said, like Lay said, it's an it's a nostalgia thing. Yeah. You've grown with him. I've you grown know with I mean? him, and, and yeah. especially with a person like Kanye, you've seen him growing. You so yeah. you feel you you're emotionally invested exactly. in who he is and what he's become. Just the same way you are with like, I don't yeah. know, comic book characters. Yeah. Okay, so with that with that point, you've grown with him, right? I've loved Kanye West and John Legend's musical life because their journey has been like life journeys we've grown with them they came to us when we were in undergrad in college john leslie's joint you know his whole shit was about okay boom i'm trying to be better i ain't trying trying to cheat no more all the kind of stuff his next joint was okay i'm being committed i'm doing better in a relationship the next joint is the i'm gonna marry you song. i was like i'm gonna marry you song for the world kanye shit has been the, has, has been that college dropout all right i'm coming back to life Figuring it out, late registration. Okay, boom. Now I'm gonna finally graduate. Boom. After that was what he had. He went into life, relationship. He had a bad breakup, and then it away to heartbreaks and whatever. It's just been a progression of what life is, and we all understand that shit in our own life. Now he's in a space. Some of our friends have become in a space. We can't even fuck with you right now, but we love you. But we can't right. fuck with you where you are right now. And I hope that whatever your journey is, you are gonna come back because right. right now we can't even fool with you. Yeah. We have to let you go. I think. I think it was. Polly Rhymes that wrote an article about it. This is something about Kanye West is kind of like our drunk uncle at the barbecue right now. <laughs> right. Yo, can I ask? Can I ask this? What, what is peak Kanye? When is what is peak Kanye? Is it is it eight oh eights? Is it uh, peak Kanye? Graduation. Jesus. I mean, like where his 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 notoriety and and his fandom was I'll, at the I'll highest you, level. I'll give you three peak Kanyes. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Underground peak Kanye is late registration. Yeah, I agree with that. Right All before the way to graduation, right before graduation, where he went pop, was the cusp. Yeah, peak Kanye, in my opinion, is my beautiful dark twist of fantasy. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yep, yep. yep. Okay. And the other peak Kanye, I'm gonna say we haven't seen yet, or 808s and heartbreak. So, so is it downhill from here then? That's what I'm saying. Either it's downhill from here and Kanye has peaked or 808s and Heartbreak is the other peak. And that's the mm. thing. You love your drunk uncle, but you hope there's a pinch that, okay, boom, mm. he's going to be better because we love you. We Straight remember up. you growing up. Now mm-hmm. we're those. We got kids. Come on. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, bad, we bad. hope. And that's the thing. Right. We gonna, Some of us want him to be, like, I hope he disconnects from all of that nonsense. And comes on back home, whatever home is. Yeah, got to get away from Kim though. I'm uh, hey. I'm yeah, shout, out, shout out to Kim. She's a beautiful woman. She <laughs> does the best she can. She's Armenian. Whatever. They don't have a lot of representation the in the states. Armenian, you know what I mean? Who, who affected somebody was the quarterback who killed who? who uh, the last Armenian chick killed that black quarterback. What's your man's name? I so have no idea. Somebody's gonna research it, but it happened like in Cake? old no. something. <laughs> I don't know, but I feel like it's fake news. Armenians yeah. are beautiful. No, I would weird. like a big booty, a big bootied Armenian myself. So if I anybody mean, knows if you anybody, you got enough money, you can put a bolt on one, just like Kim. 
I live in Japan and I teach English. I need, <laughs> I need melanin so what, counts. What you I need, need is just the padded, the padded <laughs> underwear. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean. But yo, I think that's it for the Mega Late Show today. Anybody else got some other Word. news they want to talk about, man? Do we got? Should we do a weather forecast late? You got anything on there? Uh, sure. It's gonna be very brief. Yeah. Weather forecast. This is our part regular of the pro- shows, yo. Every Wednesday, our guy DJ Kinsuke is at Quintet in uh, Setagaya. Nova at Setagaya. That's our guy Kinsuke. And every second. Fourth and fifth, Monday and Tuesday. Bridge. Monday at Bar Bridge, we got Kinsuke. Every other time, it's with DJ Waterai. So that's the fourth and maybe the fifth. I don't know how they switch it up. But uh, every second, fourth, and fifth Tuesday, DJ Shiori Bradshaw is at Palladium Nights. That's at Rep. In the same building as DJ Bar Bridge. So you guys want to check that out. It's right near the Scramble, a.k.a. Shibuya Station, the crossing. So you don't want to miss that at all. Also, on Tuesdays, we have Digic with uh, Kokimura, Also, Koji Nakamura and Nas Chris. That's at... Is it Insoft or Sofa? Insoft. That's at Insoft in Shibuya every Tuesday. And by the time you're listening to this, um, what's going on when you're listening to this? Yo, I heard, I see that Maxi Priest is going to be out here, yo, at Tokyo Midtown. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Maxi Priest. Wow. Yo, shout out to Maxi Priest. I had no idea that he was still, still yeah. a priest. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yo, shout out to Maxi Priest. I wouldn't know anything about that if it wasn't for my parents. <laughs> For real, I, I I'm realizing that I don't know anything about Maxi Priest other than if some songs came on, I'd be like, oh shit, I remember that. Yeah, exactly. Me too. From 1990. Yeah. Overseas, you can still be in America. Like, we, yep. I was thinking of that, but I didn't say it. Go ahead. Yeah. Overseas, you can still do make your money. No doubt. Yo, also when you're listening to this, uh, the breakdown is going down on Saturday at Coins Bar. That's June 9th. It happens every second Saturday. At Coins Bar in Shibuya. Uh, yo, there's lots of comedy shows. Check out all the dates on the website. Um, I think that's it, I man. think that is it, man. Uh, every second Thursday, Life Park Lounge goes down at Seton Hotel in Nihon Bashi. Bakuro Yokoyama. Yes. Say, say it one more time. Bakuro Yokoyama. Yo, that's the station. One of the stations. That's how you get to the hotel. And uh, it's near Nipponbashi. Yo, you got to peep the, the, the fucking calendar. Because yeah. the calendar is thick as fuck. Yeah. We don't have the time to, to spend to tell you every show coming up. All you need to know is Speakeasy every first Sunday. Um, Raw Urban Mobile Podcast every... Every other week. Every, every other week twice a month whatever uh, my man's is tying up bitches and feeding them <laughs> uh, cotton candy Maple every day at your ramses underscore tokyo r-a-m-s-e-s underscore tokyo dot at instagram yes i do cotton candy tw- over 25 flavors of cotton candy and i am into the shibari japanese rope tying art shout out to uh sugar shack Yo, and Should we out here. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the promo has been lacking lately because your boy's been lazy and busy as fuck. 
if I get in the computer, maybe there'll be more new videos. Yo, y'all know where I can bring some Gogo artists out here? Gogo? Yeah. I'll talk to you about it, man. I yeah, think I, I got a Gogo girl. I think we can hook right, some shit right. up. I got people who ready. For right. sure. You just want to say thank y'all again for bringing me out here, man. I Yo, no really doubt. Enjoyed Cliff, it. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you for Ramsey's, us, thank you also. Yo, this it's is the Mega Late Show. Thank you so much. Yeah, Episode 37. To the number Bitch, one. I got flavors. Hip hop podcast in Tokyo, aka the only hip hop podcast in Tokyo, aka the best hip hop podcast in Tokyo. Uh, everybody else, you can suck my dick. <laughs> From the oh yeah, I have to go to Shibuya to play some music right now. <laughs> Fuck everybody else.